following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Congratulations. You played yourself. That is a disgusting act. I didn't, I didn't know if it was the first you played yourself or the second one. I guess it was the first one. Yeah, who's back? I'm Leo. That's Mario. No. Have <laughs> no fear. The legend thriller is here. Back in studio. The legend thriller? It's the heel that steals the deal. Uh-huh. The villain that stays the anti-hero of the IWC. Your Ooh. boy, Ooh. Mr. Rated Ooh. R. Ooh. And this is the Lucha Outsider show, right? Yeah. Right? Not one what? of the other shows on Where's Lost it? Radio? No, no, no. It's not Dando Fuerte. No. It's not Fubo Leo. No. It's not Ino Contigo. It's not the Luis Jimenez I, show. I don't, even, I don't even know the other show. Uh, it's not keeping it keeping it real. It's not Fubo Leo Colombia. No? None of that? No. If you miss anything uh. or everything <laughs> on today's episode, make sure you download subscribe to the podcast version of the show. Yeah. I to SoundCloud, you only fancy album yeah. podcast soon. I missed I have yeah. Lowstrader.com, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast needs. See, we filled it in. We did perfect this time. Yeah, because like, we added a little umph to yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, if we had a third guy that can go, yo, 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 let me speak on this, you know, it, it'll be good because then it fills in that time. You know what I mean? Just saying. We kind of worked out a shtick when ah, Sam was sorry, on the show sorry, yeah. where it kind of <laughs> added the time. No, but now it's so long. <laughs> but now we got to kind of prolong it. We got to kind of add more umph to yeah. it, but which is fine. Which so I, is guess fine. I guess we're just going to plug uh, Los Radio. There you go. Well, I'll, I'll come up with something every single week. Oh, okay, sorry. And you so just, we're not going to play. And you just fucked up the gimmick, so I'm going to do it for oh, you. Oh, but I I didn't mean to for you to do it. Okay, right. sorry. Congratulations, you played yourself. You. All right, before we get started, give me a minute. Wow, you are just bearing this, dude. You're ruining it. Give me a minute. Hold on. Give me a minute. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> is Rebel time. Yeah, now, it's a good Rebel. Thank you, you for thank you for the blue one. If you guys been following the that's, bounce, that's what we call it. What's the flavor though? Blueberry. No, that was original. Go ahead, sorry. If you guys <laughs> following, if you guys have been following the bouncing ball on, be on the past of couple of episodes, uh-huh. we've been having a rotating third. We have. Oh yeah, we have. So sorry. Not only do we have a ro- rotating third today, but uh-huh. we have a rotating fourth. What? Okay. What? They have a YouTube channel. What? They have a podcast. What? They're in a whole bunch of other different shows that I don't even know the names of. Yeah. Iridian and Teddy, my best friends. Yeah, best friends. No. See, what an introduction, bro. Production. That, that, that. Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I got even more. Look at that production, baby. Look at that production. I love that. That was great. That yeah, was like love that. the best intro we've ever gotten. There you yeah, go. Now ima- imagine if we practice that. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, rest friends. How are you guys doing? 
Hey, I'm doing pretty well. How are you, restaurant? So excited, guys. So excited. So it's funny because before we we uh, we went live, right? We were talking a little bit, and I introduced you guys for the first time to Old Man Leo. Thank you. Thank you for the old man <laughs> moniker. Thank you. Old Man Leo. I actually no. shaved my head, so I don't look that old. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh, rejuvenated for today's episode. Just today, just today. In about <laughs> in about two days, it grows back, and then I look like a real old man. So, but we're here to talk about wrestling. First of all, you got to explain to the people who these uh, beautiful girls are, eh, because their names aren't on the board. You know what I mean? So Iridian, you know, Iridian. Iridian is the one above, and then Teddy's the one on the bottom. There you go. And they're my rest friends. They have a, a successful YouTube channel. They have a great podcast. They're all about the cheese man, like we are, Leo. Oh, the cheese man, they, They're, all, oh, they're yeah. all about the cheese man. I stay talking cheese man with them. You, you, could do a, you could do a whole wrestling week just talking about cheese man with everything that's going on this week. <laughs> uh, true. Real quick, and without going into too much detail because it's not my place to say it, but Teddy, this is the first time you're reuniting with Iridian, right, after you taking the quick hiatus right it is it is i'm i'm not officially back with best friends just yet mm -hmm. but i did decide to do today for you guys oh. um yeah but i will be oh. back very very soon yes yes <laughs> yes that's exactly yes! how i felt <laughs> <laughs> all right guys let's get into the week that was in professional wrestling and let's talk about full gear because let's do it Man, this was such a come up compared to All Out. Because All Out, listen, while there was some good stuff, let's be honest here, All Out was a shit show. It was missing some stuff. It was it was a yeah. shit show. But full gear, they hit a home run top to bottom. And let's start with the buy-in. We have a free agent, Allison Kay, uh, taking on Sarita D for the NWA Women's Championship. I thought this uh, pre-show match was really, really good. One thing I, I did notice when you look at... AEW as a brand, especially their women's division, for whatever reason, it's weird to say this, but the NWA women's title means more than the <laughs> AEW women's title in AEW TV, and I don't get why. Like, it's just very strange booking. Um, let's start with uh, Teddy, and then we'll move on to Iridian and Leo. What do you think about this match? And also, what did you think about Thunder Rosa, our girl Thunder Rosa, you know, mm -hmm. uh, facing off with Sarita Deeb? Um, I think it was a pretty, pretty great match. Um, it's been a while since I had watched wrestling. And one of the first things that I was excited to see was the women. Um, but I don't know. I, I always talk to Edie about my feelings with AEW and the women's roster. I love the roster. I think it's a great roster. I just don't think they get the chance to really showcase themselves. Yeah, it's crazy how they have... Um... Women come from all over, but they don't like represent their own AEW. Their own, roster. right? Like, Damn, that's shady. Like you have all of these women, and you're like having the shine on a whole nother title. Um, but if they're trying to get something with that company, like I get it. But um, I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a good match too. I just, I'm just frustrated with the way they book the women on AEW. But what? Why are you frustrated? Do you think they don't uh, give them enough time? That's part of it. Yeah, they definitely don't get enough time. That's mm -hmm. for sure. Um, we could have four or five men's matches and then just one women's matches that's like maybe five minutes long and that's it. Yeah. Okay. So it's and frustrating. A lot, of, a lot of the times I compare it to NXT and I'm just like, damn, NXT had like three oh, women's so different. And AEW, you just had Britt Baker yelling at, you know, Tony Schiavone on commentary and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. 
Although, I, although it is entertaining, uh, uh, but you do need to put some focus on it. And, and I think what, what you're losing a lot of it, which is what Impact did a very good job with, Impact would showcase the women. They would showcase the matches. They would showcase something backstage. I think with AEW, all you're getting is like, okay, we got to put on a women's match somewhere. Let's yeah. just put it as filler. Yeah, and that's yeah. not good at all. No. That's not good at all. But it was a great buy-in match, and then you have free agent Allison K that she's going to be making the rounds now. Hopefully when we hit some type of new normalcy or whatever, uh, maybe she What are you talking about? This is not normal? Hell no. Oh, but, it's her but, new normal. But, you know, <laughs> I don't want it to be like this. She'll be, she'll be making the round. She's an independent talent, so she'll be making mm-hmm. the round of the indies. And also, um, who knows? Maybe she'll make a run in Impact or yeah. Ring of Honor once Ring of Honor starts going heavy on their women's division. Asa K is a get, and I don't get how WWE missed the ball with her and didn't mm-hmm. sign her when after she did the Mae Young Classic. I don't know. I was disappointed in that, too. But, you know, they didn't take a lot of the women. They took a couple, but the ones that they did take, it's just like they're now on the roster, and it's like, I don't know. It's a little iffy. Well, I think a lot of them, what they do, and, and, and that's why you had all these people getting signed to the Performance Center and all this, because you got to call it the Performance Center. It's not like they're getting signed to the WWE. They're just getting signed just to be in that building. It's not the Capitol Wrestling that. Center? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Hey, by the way, people were happy that the same fans that were there for WrestleMania were the same fans that were there for Full, full Gear. They had the big the big fan on top. I have of a limited know. audience. <laughs> but, oh but what happens is... You can't just sign people because you don't want them to go to your competition. You literally have yeah. to sign people that you want them to be part of your show. So right. if you sign somebody and you don't know what to do with them, then, you know, it, it's kind of counterproductive because you just have them just to be there. What are you going to use them in a, in a lumberjill match? You know what I mean? Or running or... But where else are you going to use them? Well, look at look at Sarita Deeb right now. Granted, she signed a contract with AEW and yeah. she's the NWA Women's Champion, but... She what well, what was her biggest highlight in WWE? The fact that she shaved her head and joined CM Punk's uh yeah, Straight Edge Society. That's the most they use with her. And now you look at her, she she's putting up some of the best matches in AEW right now when when it comes to the women's division. It's a yep. shame. It's a shame. But let's get into the next match which opened up the show, which I really want to hear Teddy's opinion on. Cause <laughs> let me let me let me fill you in, Leo. Because Leo, you might you might be a little ghost on here. So I thought you were gonna say a little old. Go ahead. No, not that. that. Well, that too. So, Teddy, she loves Hangman Adam Page. Okay. And sometimes she's very one-sided with her opinion. So she likes the cowboy oh look. <laughs> all right. Let's put it this way. Uh, the full gear um, poster, right? You uh-huh. see all the wrestlers. She yeah. doesn't see none of the wrestlers. All she sees is a Hangman Page on the poster. It's okay. like a whole bunch of them. Okay. That's what she sees when she sees so, the poster. <laughs> does she take and like take his his face and like plaster it on everybody else's Something face? Something like that. You okay. kind of get the hint. <laughs> but one of the biggest pops that I had about this match before the match even started was uh-huh. the fact that Don Callis, Impact Wrestling EVP, yes. was on commentary. Yes. yes. And I think while the match was great, don't get me wrong, and I actually added that to the list of matches of this year, mm-hmm. I popped so much for seeing Don Callis yeah. in, in commentary. It just goes to show you how the the forbidden door in AEW is open for all these different companies. Mm-hmm. But, Teddy, let me yep. get your thoughts on this match. We'll start with you. Okay, obviously, you know, I thought the match was great. Um, I'm sure you can agree, though, the match was very good. Um, was I expecting a different outcome? Yes, of course. I wanted Hangman Page to win. But regardless, I think Hangman and Kenny are telling a very good story here, especially 
Hangman showing how uh, kind of sad he is that he's not a part of the elite anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the ring, he's really taking it out. Like he's showcasing his feelings. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I thought it was a great match. I really, really enjoyed that match. Aridian? <laughs> well, Aridian, why are you laughing? <laughs> why are you laughing? Oh, uh, because Teddy and I were watching this together. I was at her place. We were watching this live. So I was there to experience her reactions. As you know, Hangman came out. Did you record her? Did you record her? I was her? like, wow. You know, I was... <laughs> this would have been a great YouTube vlog. <laughs> Did she scream? Like, ah! my, no? my expe- our experience watching Full Gear together. <laughs> It was it was crazy. It was once in a lifetime. Um, but yeah, I, I just love watching her reactions to Hangman because literally it's like she forgot I was there. She was like in her wow. own world. Wow. Like, <laughs> Listen, you're make you're making Teddy blush like we did on the YouTube I episode. Really, I really am blushing. You guys are putting me on the spot here. But listen, she wasn't but then, thinking about Hangman until we mentioned but, him. But listen, when we when we're saying this about you, this isn't like we're we're, we're you know we're we're bearing you. This is if anything, we're like giving you props the fact that you're just so loyal to Hangman. <laughs> I know, but st- you're still putting me on the spot. Literally, we just got on, and you just start telling the whole world well, how I feel about Hangman. I mean, but- I mean, you kind of already told the whole world on your platform. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And- you're so right. You're so right. <laughs> I don't, I don't hide it. Not even in my own home. I don't hide it. That, so, that's a that's a good icebreaker. Right. You know, that's the way we start. Hey, you know, Hangman Page, and then it's you know everything <laughs> is downhill from there. You know, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> go ahead, everything. You're saying you guys are watching it together. Yeah, we were watching it together. It was it was just great. I think it was a good match. And Teddy was just so excited about it. I'm like, okay. But, like, I didn't know if I could stare for too long. You know, <laughs> there's there's some things that, you know, you just can't stare around Teddy. Like, I can't be like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, hey, man, let's do today. Like, I had to hold that back, you know? Or, like, oh, my God, you know, that was really good. I didn't know if I could say that out loud. Uh-huh. Um, you just worry sometimes. <laughs> you were, you were, in your mind, you're like, Damn, yo, Kenny's giving it to Adam Page right now, and but like, you're you're just you're just looking at Teddy right now. And you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna say that. Man. I was like, oh my god, like in my head, I was saying things, but then I was looking at Teddy like, <laughs> he's doing so great. great job. <laughs> you're like, already is like this. I'm like, don't worry, Hamman Page is gonna come back. <laughs> no, she's not lying though. She really wouldn't say anything. I'm not gonna lie. I probably said like 15 times how great Hangman Page looks. Edith didn't say a word. She wasn't like, you're right. Or she didn't say nothing. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. This match was great. Because they're both both great competitors. And you know that in real life, they have a relationship. They're friends. So you know what they say about in the wrestling business. When you're real close with someone, sometimes you tend to have the best matches. Yeah. You have chemistry. But I love how Teddy only acknowledges Adam Page looks so great. Yeah. Not even acknowledging yeah, yeah. Kenny Omega. Yeah. No, no. Who, well, who, I didn't think Kenny Omega looked great. What do you want me to do? Oh! <laughs> well, the, the... Oh, my God! No! <laughs> well, oh I mean... God. I mean, I mean I, I, oh our friend goodness. from Arizona who was with us uh, two weeks ago, uh, Dollface, she said she didn't like... Uh, at, What's his name? Omega's face. Yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah, our fr- our friend, <laughs> our, our friend, De- <laughs> our friend Devin Dollface, who's been on the show before, says that Kenny Omega has a face like he needs to take a shower. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't like his face. 
she, she didn't admit, she did admit that he's a great wrestler, but he just mm. she just feels like he needs to take a shower. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I have no idea, but she's not a fan of Kenny Omega. Uh, Serge yeah. Obscure is saying Kenny is going to take the title from Mox while Adam slowly builds himself back up and eventually face each other at Revolution or All Out next year. Shout out to good yeah. brother Sergio. So Kenny, oh my husband. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Kenny, Omega, how does how does he feel about Hangman Page? If he's uh, your husband. You know what? He used to like him, and then I noticed him, and he doesn't really care for you. So they were lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So Kenny Omega ends up picking show. up the win. They had an incredible match. And one of the things after the match that I really noticed was in commentary when Don Callis was kind of signing off, yeah. JR goes on commentary. He's like, you're doing such a great job with Impact. Keep it up. And I love the fact that they – they acknowledge, acknowledge impact. They mm -hmm. didn't put so much focus on not the competition, but another wrestling organization. But they did acknowledge like, hey, he works for impact. They're doing a great job. And I love seeing that. I love seeing com com commodity when it comes to the wrestling business. And it, mm -hmm. that goes to show you, unlike WWE, which doesn't acknowledge anyone, that you could still be competition, but still coexist with each other. They acknowledge Twitch. No, no, too soon. Ooh, yeah, too soon. We'll, we'll, sorry, we'll get to that, Leo. Oh, Don't be a Sam and sorry. jump ahead. <laughs> it's going to be a long show. So go ahead. But no, I mean, Full Gear in itself, uh, the overall card, again, like you said, it was really good. It was a lot better to what we were let down with a couple of shows ago where, again, that Dynamite that same week was a thousand times better than the pay-per-view. So When it came to All Out. With, with All right. Out, yeah. yeah. But with Full Gear, it had that pay-per-view feel. Mm -hmm. Like it had that rush. It had that, you know, hey, we have to, we're doing this live. You know, we need to, to make this show work. And it came through on screen. You know, I think a lot of the matches, you were there emotionally invested, not just, hey, I'm watching another Raw for three hours. So the following match uh, was Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. Um, it was a great match. There's not really much to say here, but both of these competitors. They're breakout stars, especially yeah. some of the John, stuff that John Silver's doing right now and being elite. He's hilarious. You're seeing his character come out. He's charismatic as hell. And Orange Cassidy, like, he's probably either one or two when it comes to breakout stars of this year. Uh, any quick thoughts on this match? Uh, we'll start with you, Teddy. Um, I agree with you. I think it was a good match. Um, I also love seeing John Silver on BTE. So every time he's on TV, I'm expecting – his character out there as well, you know, the same character that he portrays on BTE. Mm -hmm. um, and he does, he entertains us either right. if he's inside the ring or outside of the ring. So I really enjoy the match. I also like Orange Cassidy. So I think it was a good, um, I don't want to call it a small match, but you know, it was very quick and whatnot. It, it was a nice follow-up to the, the great opener that we had. Right, it was. Iridian? Yeah, it was like a, like a settle down, like feel good match. Mm -hmm. Um, I I thought it was funny. John Silver cracks me up. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. So I'm just like, man, I'm really glad that they're like investing time in him, not only in YouTube, but like actually in the ring, because I think he's like comedic gold, like and him paired with Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Like that's iconic. And it's crazy because they've done matches before with each against each other in the indie. So now seeing it in a platform where you see it on it has more eyes on the product, people that probably don't follow the indies. It's just a great showing for both guys. Now Darby Allen versus Cody Rhodes, another great match. Uh, Darby Allen defeats Cody Rhodes, not Cody, Cody Rhodes for the mm -hmm. TNT Championship because Cody Rhodes now has his last name. I'm so happy for Darby. His story just coming up, you know, for being homeless at one point, now getting the shine and finally getting this opportunity. And 
in many ways, this is the first time that we're putting a championship on a guy that didn't have like a Ring of Honor background or a WWE background or or a, a platform that he was on TV. He was a guy that just you know thugged it out in the independence. He was homeless. I was just listening to an interview today before I, I came to Leo's. He said that the night before Full Gear, he slept in his car again so he could he could remind himself how it was to be homeless before the match. It, how can you not cheer for this guy and root for this guy? Uh, Teddy, what you think about this match? Um, I I enjoyed it, especially because I did it. I wasn't expecting that outcome. I wasn't expecting Darby to win. Um, I thought they were going to give the championship to Cody again. So, But I think the match itself was so, so good. Really good. Um, They did – Cody Rhodes did this one move, new move, didn't he? Off the mm. top rope? Yeah, it was like, it was like a – it was like a top row crossroads. Right. So I really enjoyed that. I don't know. I think the whole match itself was so good. And then what you just said about Darby, I didn't know that, that he slipped in his car um, before the before the show. So that's really, really cool. I think this man is very humble. I look up to him because he's straight edge, something that I don't know if I could ever be. But um, <laughs> I think Darby was the perfect person to take that championship from Cody. Yeah, they did a really good job in building up this match. I thought the promos that they were cutting, I was like, wow. Like, Cody was like, I'm the one that vouched for you. I got you here. Right. And then for Darby to out of nowhere, like, I didn't think Darby was going to take the championship. No. I was totally unexpected. I was like, oh, my God. And me and Teddy were just like, did that I, just I, happen? I like, I what? I popped. I was in shock. I was like, wow, I can't believe they did it. And not like, wow, like, I can't believe they put it on this guy. But, like, even going back to the TNT tournament, the guys that I thought that were going to be the first crown champion was guys like Darby or Sammy Guevara or Lance right. Archer. That's yeah. who I thought was going to pick up the champion. Now, obviously, Cody ended up becoming the champion. And then I think if you look longevity-wise, I think it was a smart move. But the fact that now Cody gave the rub to Darby and now Darby's just skyrocketing. Like, yeah. this is a guy, not only is he straight edge, but he's a great role model. Kids love him, you know, with the face paint. Yeah. I, I think this is the, the perfect the guy to. Yeah. Right, the skateboarding. <laughs> Plus, he's a fan of Jackass and all that good stuff. And you know, I'm a fan <laughs> of that. So, um, I think a guy like this is a perfect yeah. guy to be the face of TNT. Well, and, yes, and we, we also got to, we also have to remember, you know, with any company, you need to have your established guy be on TV. You need to show them, but you also need to grow talent. If you look at any wrestling period, those guys that made it a couple of years later, they needed to be, you know, the the whole Hollywood blondes. They needed to be the whole stunning Steve Austin for then for you to get Stone Cold. Right. Because then that's when they, they find themselves. Mm -hmm. Now with AEW, and, and that's, it's kind of weird for them because they're a new company. So you need to showcase the guys that people know. Right. But somebody like Darby Allen, even on his first match when he did the the whole thing with uh, with Cody at the time, not Cody Rhodes, um, <laughs> that was good too because right. you were showcasing him. And that's what you want at the end of the day. We've spoken about what, three matches? And yeah. none of these people have been in WWE, right? Uh, Omega, Hangman Page, uh, Darby Allen, uh, John Silver, Orange, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy. So that's good. Right. So yeah. you're building yeah. you're building towards the future. Right. So, right. but yeah, no, it, it came out of nowhere with him winning the title, which is good. I really hope he's not a transitional uh, holder. I hope I hope he's so. not. I really I I want right. I want Darby to hold this title for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> Being honest, I I want Darby to hold this championship for like a year. Now, let's just take a quick pause to full gear since we're talking about Cody Rhodes cuz uh, something happened on Dynamite, right? And 
What Me- happened, Mario? Uh, dude, <laughs> What's the matter, Mario? I have What's to get the, I have to get this out. Get the molesta. Uh, so check this out. So Cody comes out and he was going to address the audience and he came out dressed. A lot of people said that he looked like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> but but it wasn't a full white suit. It it had it was more like off white with like kind of looked like a very very light pink. All right. What did but, it look like on TV? It, it looked like Colonel Sanders. Okay, there you go. So the, <laughs> hey, so, white so, and egg white is the same white. Right. <laughs> Just saying. so so and listen, Cody's a, a well dressed man. All right. So Cody comes out. He talks about he he gives props to Darby uh-huh. Allen, and he says, um, you know, now that. Um, he's kind of taking a pause from the TNT championship. He's not going to uh, ask for a, a rematch or whatever. He wants to redeem himself from a, another loss in his AEW uh, career, and that's against MJF. The second he says MJF, a chick pops up out of nowhere, um, and this is a girl named Jade Cargill. Mm-hmm. Now, physically-wise, she looks great. You know, she's she looks strong. She's a beautiful girl. And then she got on the mic, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right? <laughs> she and, – and listen, and, and when I say that, I'm not bashing Jade because mm-hmm. there's a lot of potential there. You could tell that this is all new for her. Um, this is probably the first time she's live on a mic in front of a live television program, in front of a crowd. And she just cut this, like, repetitive, no-substance promo yeah. calling um, – Cody Rhodes, like he's half a man, and he that he's not a real giant killer, and that he's not a man enough there's to nothing, just. There's nothing giant about him, right? And he just, <laughs> and, and, and the promo was very choppy and very repetitive, and it really had no substance. And you're, and as a viewer, listen, see me like being like cheese man. I'm thinking like, are they gonna do like Cody has an affair angle? That's what I instantly thought, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, is Cody having an affair? I'm like, damn, Cody sure likes his chocolate. That's what I'm thinking, right? Dipping into that hot cocoa. Right? So then Jade gets out of the ring. She goes like in the the entrance ramp, and she's still cutting a promo. And out comes Brandy Rhodes. And if you think Jade's promo was bad, listen to this, okay? Just listen to this. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. My man. My man. I'm going to make this real uh-uh. easy for you. Uh-uh. Don't you ever, ever talk to him like that again. Don't you even look at him. No, not yet. And you know what else you can do? You can take your ratchet, trifling hey. ass right up off my stage and do not come back unless I send for you. Do you understand me, Heffa? <laughs> yes. Good. Great. Before before I keep going, ah, before yeah. I keep going, put my volume up, please. It's up. Congratulations, you played yourself. Have All a, right. No, wait. No. Before, so <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about this. Tell me, seventeen. Go ahead. Go. I don't know. I don't know who thought this was a good idea because. As long as we know Brandy, yes, we've never heard Brandy talk like this ever. I feel like I feel like she discovered Medea movies for the first time and decided to go shenane on this chick because she was a black girl. 
I feel like Brandy's promo was just as bad as dropping the N bomb on live television. That's how bad I think this was. Cause you're code you're code switching. And what I mean by code switching is like you're talking a certain way one minute and now cause you're around somebody else, now you're talking another way. We've never heard Brandy talk this way. And 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 in a, in a personal like me being personal, I hate people that code switch. Uh-huh. I, I can't stand it. Like I don't even like people dropping the N bomb around me. And I just think this was terrible. Cause like Brandy, anybody that knows Brandy, even mm-hmm. when she's been pissed off, like we've seen Brandy cut promos, her being pissed off. Yeah. She's never talked like this ever. No, not at she's all. She's she's a very proper talker when she talks. And I feel like if she would have cut that same promo and like not have like this amped up like shenane type attitude mm-hmm. like i feel like she just for, she finally watched like the movie set it off for the first time you, you like, know you like, know I, I, like i just think it was horrible i thought this was so bad it was embarrassing and i'm like what the fuck like you don't talk like yeah. that ever we've never seen you talk like you, this you remember when when youtube first started and you had these you know videos going viral you remember that reporter that came out on tv uh, and he was being all proper, and then a fly went into his mouth. You remember this guy? Hold on. So <laughs> there was a reporter. Oh, no, I, I muted because I didn't want it to play. Okay. So there was a reporter. Come He's on, giving man. the news. Pay <laughs> that It's the high school that led to Chris Wood's death. <laughs> the fuck is that? Shit! <laughs> 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 I'm dying in this fucking country-ass fucked-up town. Shit flying in my mouth. I, I feel this is what I feel. I, this is how I feel. That's what Brandy said. I feel to me. like Sorry, Brandy. Guys. She could have had the same attitude, mm-hmm. but cut a promo just firm and direct, kind of like how Stephanie McMahon does it when she when she be like thrashing people on the mic. And and the uh-huh. thing about this is, and and I'm not one of these people, but for the first time ever watching Dynamite, I kind of understood why a lot of mm-hmm. people don't like Brandy. By the way, I'm, and I'm, I'm laughing fa- at the comments, but go ahead. I'm a fa- <laughs> and I'm a fan of Brandy. Uh-huh. I like Brandy. I don't get a lot of hate that she I don't get the hate that she gets. Yeah. But when I saw this, I'm like, what the fuck? Come on, B. <laughs> by, uh, by so, the way, so let me get let me get an it. opinion from a female cuz maybe maybe they could maybe they could be a Sam and try to clean it up. Maybe so, we're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh Teddy, let, let's start with you, and then we'll move on to already. Do you have any thoughts of this? Uh, I do. I think you, I think you made some very good points. To be honest, Mario. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, that's what I when do. I <laughs> when I first saw it. <laughs> when I first saw it, I did think it was cringy. Um, hmm. I was like, uh, "What the hell's going on?" And then I kept watching it, and I'm like, "I mean, she's just following up to what um, the other girl said." Wait, what's her name again? Jade Cargill. Jade. Jade, okay. She was just follow, following up to what Jade had said. But then again, it doesn't excuse why Brandy was talking like that. Because, yeah, you're right. I have never heard Brandy talk like that before, ever. Like, that's not Brandy, um, no. which is one of the reasons why also she gets so much hate on social media because, you know, she's black and she talks about being black. But she, I, I remember one time she was saying that she doesn't talk like she's black or something like that. She posted on either Twitter or Instagram and she got so much hate over that. So hearing her talk like that on national on, on TV live, I was like, that was very, very weird. So you did make some very good points where I'm not going to lie. Like I said, after watching it a little bit, I got used to it and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I like what she told her defending her man. 
but you're right that wasn't necessary it, at all if you take if you take away all that right let's say you just tuning in for the first time um do you believe in that character hell no <laughs> no I wouldn't take that serious. Okay. Yeah. By the way, people are saying, ha, I thought when she said jefa, like in Spanish, like jefa. <laughs> <laughs> Our boy, Jamie. What up, Jamie? Uh, Ar- Aridian, do you, are you going to try to be a Sam and clean this up? Or what, what do you oh, think? Oh, do we have to get Sam to clean it up? It's Sorry. it's a little half and half for me. <laughs> okay. So I didn't think Jade's promo was terrible. Um, mm-hmm. I thought if, for me, the first time seeing her, I was like, wow, like this girl's beautiful. She's telling Cody off. I'm here for it. Um, it was just a, when Brandy came out to say something that I was like, I don't know. Brandy, <laughs> like Teddy and oh, I watched. So, hold on. Um, so already when when Brandy came out, did you do the Teddy face? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Teddy face? Oh, teddy I'll, I'll, like I'll, I'll fill you in. Later. OK, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you the meme later. Yeah. OK, go ahead. Go ahead. But um, Brandy was just like, we've seen, you know, her on YouTube and her on BTE and like all this other stuff. And I'm just like, you don't talk like that. So for them to write, I don't know if they wrote the script. No, this came from Brandy. That's why she gets the congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't know the way she was saying it too. It was like, like when you go to open mic night and it's poetry night, like that's the kind of like rhythm that she had with it. I was like, oh, OK, should I be snapping? Should I be? She was, she was like she was like her neck snapping. Con- like the, a ratchet. the only thing she was missing was like, like clapping her hand. I, I just I don't know who you think you are. And, and talking you know to what, my man like You that. know what's yeah. funny? If you go back and watch that. Mm-hmm. I'm almost positive that some of the crowd was saying, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> I'm almost positive. Oh, I could no. be wrong. I just think this was embarrassing. Because she, like I said, it's like she discovered like Medea movies for the first time. Or yeah. she watched the movie, set it off. And then just got Shanene overnight. Like, what the fuck? Actually, by the way, talking about Medea movies, the plays are actually better. If you find them, they're actually better than the movies. Just guess, saying. Guess who's not a fan of Medea? Just saying. Me. No, okay. no, no, but, but no, if you watch the plays, the plays make a lot more sense than the stupid-ass movies do. But go ahead. Uh, I'm just not a fan <laughs> of it. Okay, so uh, b- besides all this nonsense that happened, right, this all was just to plug Shaq. Now, the rumor is that Shaq is going to get into a feud with Cody, which I kind of find a little weird because anytime we've seen Shaq involved with wrestling, he's always been kind of like the face. Mm-hmm. And Cody Rhodes is a baby face, so... What, is Shaq going to be like a dick now or something? Which, to me, you know, me watching basketball and watching uh, NBA and on TNT, you know, yeah. their, their show with with Charles and them, uh, you know, Kenny the Jet, Ernie. It's like, to me, like, Shaq's like a lovable dude. You're like, you laugh. He's like a big kid. So I don't see how Shaq could even be a heel here. But you can make Cody a heel. Just make him paint his hair black again. He looks like the only like hero from the 70s and shit. Oh, no. Just saying. <laughs> it doesn't take much. <laughs> no, but for a wrestler, it's easier to be a heel. Right. He could than, be a than dick. For, than for somebody else. Now, if we're going to talk about NXT, which we will in a little bit, you know, it takes a certain type of person to be a heel. You cannot take Shaq serious over all the shit that he's talked about for so many years. You know what I mean? Like, he can't be a heel. Like being that big and always, you know, trying to fight with the big show and always trying to be funny. But again, so when you when you look at it, right, 
if they're going to do this crossover thing, which makes sense at the end of the day. Yeah, you're not, it, listen, when it comes to business-wise and mainstream attention, it does make sense. But you're not, NBA's coming back in December exactly. or whatever. They're on the same network. So I get all you that. Need, from a, you need to fill in. I get that from a business standpoint. But at the same time, Shaq's a little bit older now. He wasn't looking like when he was, he was you know, high-fiving with crime time. Like, yeah. what was that, 10 years ago? Yeah, yeah. I don't so know. we'll see. Um, so uh, are you guys? Are, are you girls excited to see Shaq on your screen, or is it like the big show where you don't want to see him at all? I don't care. Uh, yeah, I don't care. That's what I was gonna say. It's not that I don't want to see him. I just don't care. You okay. know what? They told me privately. Uh -huh. The restaurants told me privately uh -huh. what they thought oh. about oh. what they thought about Shaq. We get exclusive and, audio, and this is what they said. Uh, okay. Listen, listen. This is what they said. <laughs> that that's what they, that that's what that's what they told me about Shaq. Okay, let's let, let's let's move on. Let's move on to the next match. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I thought this match was okay, but I thought their double or nothing match was mm -hmm. better. And that Cheetah versus Nyla Rose. Listen, uh, the women's division in AEW is something that they've been struggling with. I wasn't really a fan of this match like that. I'm not saying it was a terrible match. I'm not mm -hmm. saying it was a horrible match. But I think their match at double or nothing was better. Um. Uh, Aridian, we'll start with you. What's, what's your thoughts on this match? I'm over this feud. <laughs> um, like, Nyla and Sheeta, like, we've seen enough. Just give us something different. This match was all right. Um, and even when I was watching, I was like, there's nothing special about it. I don't feel like it doesn't matter if Nyla wins. I'm just kind of over this feud of one being champion and then the other being champion. What I didn't get was, okay, so Nyla lost. And then Vicky came into the ring. Vicky gets involved and slaps um, Nyla. Nyla, Nyla. And Nyla didn't do anything. Nyla just stood there. I'm like, girl, you look weak. You just mm -hmm. lost the match and you got slapped and you did nothing. That's when, yeah. Ni that's when Nyla should have went full brandy on Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, t talk to me about this match. I agree with Edie. Um, I enjoy watching both of them in the ring, especially Sheeta. I'm a huge Sheeta fan. But we've seen this before. So how many times? Like, so many times. So I was watching it, but I wasn't invested. Um, I did kind of want the championship to change hands. Maybe they could have done a better story with the belt being on Nyla. Like, a different story, please. Mm -hmm. But obviously, that didn't happen. Shida kept it. And I agree with Edie, too, on the whole Nyla and Vicky situation. That was so weird to me. Like, I was expecting Nyla to go full on monster you know i'm yeah. vicky and no she just stood there took the slap and that's it like walked away like that was that that, that turned me off a little i'm like what the heck that was weird it felt weak i think if very if you, weak if you put any word to this it's weak and you cannot have let's say your your, your heel monster female uh, person they cannot feel weak it kind of goes back to in the wwe when you had um this girl the, the cousin of the rock it's too early for Ni uh, uh that, Nia one. Jax? that one Nia Jax. when you had her coming out being a heel with this poppy music you know what i mean it, it, you can't you can't have that if you're going to be a heel you need to feel that from the second that they come on camera right the second yeah. that they're on it's full heel all the way hey she slaps me i thought she was going to pick her up and drop her or punch her or do something you know what i mean but you can't have your heel look weak, right? You know, right. like and right. and there's ways for your heel to lose, but still not look weak. You know what I mean? There's ways to do it, and I think they 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 really dropped the ball with this. They could have done yeah. something a lot better. 
So yeah. what else we got? Now, what up some, to Jose Gonzalez? Now, Rickens a wrestler. Now, something that they didn't drop the ball with was this following match, which is another match that I have on the list of matches of this year, and that's the Young Bucks versus FTR. I love the story they told in this match. And it's an interesting story in this match because you got to understand, too, that the Young Bucks weren't 100% here. Matt Matt Hardy. Matt Jackson (laughs) was selling selling his injury. Mm -hmm. Was selling his injury, his knee injury, his ankle injury. Imagine if they were telling the story where it's 100% FTR, 100% Young Bucks. That's a different match that we probably would have gotten. Mm -hmm. But this match was great top to bottom. And the Young Bucks... Winning this match and capturing those tag championships felt big. And just seeing them pose with the titles and then taking the promo pictures, it just feels right. And I I applaud them because they took a lot of hits throughout the year. They took a lot of losses. And they weren't selfish. And they put other tag teams over to for them to finally get this moment now. I, I just mm-hmm. love this match so much. And congrats to both teams here because they, they put on a masterpiece of a performance. Uh, Teddy, talk to me about this match. Yeah, I agree with you, Mario. I was super, super excited that they won. So happy that they won. Um, I have a special connection with the Young Bucks. So seeing them with the Tag Team Championship belts, to me, it's like, it fits them perfectly. Um, I thought it, I did think it was a little too soon for FTR to lose them. Um, but at the same time, I feel like the Young Bucks were like the perfect ones to take it from them, especially because we've all been anticipating this match. You know, we've been wanting this match for so long since FTR was in WWE, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they tweeted that one day they were going to wrestle, and everyone was like, oh, my God, yeah, that would be such an amazing match. We finally got it, and they gave us what we wanted. I think it was a great match. I really enjoyed it. Ready? This match was fantastic. Like Teddy and I were on the edge of like her couch. We were like, oh my God, no. Like who's going to take it? Who's going to win? We were so excited. Yeah. Um, I think the story that they told was really, really great. I've wanted Young Bucks to be the tag champs since like the beginning of right. AEW when they had the whole tournament. I was like surprised when they didn't give it to the Young Bucks mm-hmm. and they put other people over. Um, but I'm really excited that they're champs now. I feel like it fits them. Um, I don't know how you know everything's going to be with Matt's injury. And everything, but I, I think they're gonna be great going forward. I think my only nitpick uh of the it wasn't even on the match, it was more on the build towards this match was they they put this uh stipulation like if they didn't win, uh they were never gonna oh. challenge the challenge for the tag titles again. And we already seen that a year ago with Cody and, and Jericho, which now <clears throat> if you wanna go like into like really nerdy talk Cody's the one that did the the stipulation, not Cody Rhodes. So there's a loophole right there. <laughs> so, but I, I just so what is it? So like next year for Full Gear, what is it like? Uh, Ad, let's say hypothetically speaking, Adam Page wants to challenge Kenny Omega for the championship. If Kenny Omega's champion, what is Adam Page gonna say? Like, oh, if I don't win this match, uh, I'm never gonna challenge for the world title again. Like, I, I just don't want this to be like yeah, a reoccurring... Yeah, how many times can you use that Right, phrase? I don't want this to... And keep in mind, it's all elite guys, too. So what is it? Just an elite stipulation? Right. Only right. it falls on them. I, I just wasn't a fan of that. And not that it spoiled it for me, but that it's more like in the sense like, okay, how are they going to get out of this if they don't win the match? So I'm happy for them. I thought the match was fantastic, and I can't wait until we get the rematch somewhere down the line. Yeah, same. All right, now, Matt Hardy, which I mentioned previously when I was talking about Matt Jackson. Matt Hardy, Sammy G, they had a, another um, theatrical match. 
I thought the match was good. It was entertaining. It was funny. I liked the the jabs they kind of you know the the jabs they kind of threw at Jim Cornette in the match. Mm -hmm. uh, the Hurricane, Gangrel, uh, Private Party. This is uh, long-term long storytelling. I, I, I thought the match was good. I thought this um, deletion match was better than the WWE produced one that they did mm -hmm. between Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. I thought the match was, was what it was. I thought it was really good and entertaining. Already, what you think of the match? I loved it. The fireworks, you know, yes. Matt Hardy was like blowing up Sammy Guevara. I didn't think Sammy <laughs> was going to make it out alive. I was a little worried for him. You know, they had a couple of shots. Uh, there was a chair shot. And then Sammy Guevara, like, fell onto a table. And I was like, oh, my God, they're being a little rough, you know. Um, and there was a lot of blood. Yeah. I was like, I'm not used to this, but, like, I didn't hate it. It just made me a little uncomfortable. But I thought it was a great match. I was so entertained. They had so many people involved. Right. I like this a little bit more. You're probably going to hate me, Mario, than Undertaker and AJ. I just thought I had a little bit more fun with this, but that's no, a whole I'm different not, cinematic type of match. I'm not going to knock you on that because I could see why you did. I mean, for me, AJ and Undertaker was a little bit, it meant a little bit more for me because it, it, it was know, the Because it's the Undertaker and that's probably his last match unless he decides to come out of retirement again. But um, I WrestleMania think, next year. <laughs> but I will say when it comes to like a, an action pack, theatrical match i i do agree this probably was better than the boneyard match teddy what, what you thought of the match i thought uh, i thought it was better than what i was expecting i was expecting for it to be like allah we were gonna be like oh what the hell's going on but no it was so much better than that i really enjoyed it i think we got to see matt's um creative side he's so creative that's his like mm -hmm. his um what do you call it like he's such a great actor like that's why he would have worked so well with WWE, but they didn't give him that that opportunity. And now he brought it to AW, and he's showing us something different. I really enjoyed it. Do Do you girls think that it's also it has to do with the writing style? Like, you know, when you're when you're like Matt Hardy, and we got to see him when this whole uh, deletion thing and broken Matt Hardy and the broken universe, um, and they were speaking about, okay, it's only like two or three people that knew exactly what we kind of wanted to do, but it was ultimately left up to, to Matt. I think w when he transferred over to the WWE, it was more structured, so there was a lot of things yeah. that he couldn't get through. Um, do you girls think that it's good that he's in AEW so he's able to like go into things and, and try things out? Because this was not this was crazy. Yeah, because... Okay. Because when he went to WWE, I think everyone was so excited that, like, me personally, to be honest with you, I didn't really care much for Matt Hardy, mm -hmm. even in, like, the beginning. Yes, I was a Hardy Boys fan, but I was more of a Jeff Hardy it's fan. Jeff. Everybody yeah, was. Yeah, so Everybody was. when he was in, <laughs> in TNA Impact, I didn't really care much. And then he started his whole deletion thing, and I thought it was mm -hmm. goofy. But then, like, my husband, Sergio, he loved him. He loved the whole deletion thing. And then they said he was going to WWE. He went to WWE. And they didn't even let him showcase that. So I was very no. disappointed. I'm like, I don't know what this whole deletion thing is because I didn't watch TNA. Mm -hmm. So then was it TNA or was it already Impact? It, it was it did TNA Impact. It was still the TNA banner, <laughs> but they were already starting to uh, convert it to just Impact. To impact? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I wasn't really into it, but so like I said in WWE two, I was like, eh. But once he went to AEW, literally the moment he debuted, that was great. Right. So yeah. I definitely think it has a lot to do with the whole writing. They let him, they let him um, use his creative side. 
I can't believe Matt has so many rings in his house. And they were just like, yeah, you can't write your own character when he was in the WWE. Like this man has 27 wrestling. Right. Right. Write his own story. I feel like Matt pitched the idea to Vince and then somebody, one of Vince's like Lambonis went up to him and was like, hey, I think Matt Hardy has like a real thing here or whatever. And Vince probably just looked at like a clip or whatever or something. And Vince probably said something to like either Bruce or, or somebody like, what the hell's a senior Benjamin? <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm thinking is Vince probably said, is Jeff involved? Yeah, that's that, I don't want it. <laughs> no, Jeff is still in rehab, Vince. Well, can you get him out of rehab? <laughs> we cannot involve him. <laughs> All right. Let, let's get into this MJF Chris Jericho match. I've saw mixed reviews online about this match. I enjoyed the match. I think Jericho had a... a his match with MJF, I thought it was pretty good. I think Jericho looked good in it. I saw some mixed reviews on it. Uh, I did like the the tribute they did to Eddie at the end of the match with the whole, um, you know, lie, cheat, and steal, you know. Uh, what was it, a bat that uh, they handed to Jericho? Yeah. Uh, Jake Hager handed to Jericho, and then MJF just went down, like, and then it was just mm-hmm. a quick roll-up. And it, it, you know, it goes back to what MJF told Jericho. I am willing to do anything and yeah. everything to win this match. And I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the match, and I liked the tribute they did to Eddie because I'm a big Eddie Guerrero fan. Uh, talk to me about this match, Iridian. I was entertained. I liked the Eddie tribute. And Ricochet had has just done it, too. I think he had a match with, I might have been, some some people in Retribution. I'm not sure. But, like, he slammed <laughs> a chair down and tossed it. And then he, yeah. like... Out. Right, but oh, uh, oh I mean, God. it's ricochet. Does it really count? Yeah, we're not. <laughs> unfortunately, listen. Unfortunately, well, and I do remember that. I do remember Ricochet doing that, and it was great. But WWE has done a poor job with Ricochet. So, do we really care about Ricochet? No, no, no. That's true. That's true. Um, I knew MJF was going to be a part of the inner circle mm-hmm. because I'm like, they could just have so many storylines with this. Like, I see. MJF feuding with Sammy Guevara for that top spot of like Jericho's boy. Well, going like, back to what we were talking about on the Restaurants podcast that you could download and subscribe anywhere. Yeah. Uh, we were talking we were talking about how we're gonna get salty Sammy, which that's what we're seeing right now on television. And I think the match was just a part of this story. It yeah. didn't it wasn't the whole story. It wasn't it's not gonna climax here. The 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 said. main focus on this is ha- what's gonna happen in this story. So what what I see is this, and remember how I always tell you, like that's why you need factions, that's why you need teams, that's why you need a group. Why? Because we're tired of seeing the one on one. How many times can you see Rodney Orton and Dolph Ziggler? How many times can you see the same match over and over and over again? But if you have a group, right, you're able to kind of say, okay, they can fight within themselves. You can have people come from and fight from the outside. Again, you need to have these factions. And if you look at it, the inner circle has been able to bring people in and out for different feuds. You know, in this whole deletion match, you had uh, Ortiz and Santana. Mm-hmm. You were able to bring them in, but you still didn't take away from the whole Jericho thing. Right. Like, you were able to mix and match. That's why, me personally, I think you should have a little bit more stables because then it keeps things fresh. That's my Teddy, th- what do you think about this MJF-Jericho match and the story they're telling? I don't care. I didn't watch oh, it. Damn. Okay. I so, walked. I walked out of the room. Oh, she was care. making. You were making mac and cheese at this point, rest friend. She's like, okay. I was eat, making eat, mac and cheese because 
I didn't really care. I don't care for MJF and I don't care for Jericho. So I literally walked away. I was asking, I was asking Edie, I was like, what's going on? Cause she was reacting to it and she was kind of telling me, but that's pretty much it. I really don't care. Okay. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that took a turn. Okay. Let, 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 <laughs> let, let's move on to the main event, guys. <laughs> well, okay. Before well, we start, well, uh, uh, Teddy, do you, do you care about this match? Just saying. Just, the main do, event? Do you care about it? Oh, oh no. yeah, I care about that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and, uh, listen, and I do have, and I do have a, a quick tidbit about this, about the whole Eddie Kingston Moxley thing. But, but one one last thing on the inner circle thing. So they're going to Vegas next week, right? Uh-huh. And they already taped the they they taped whatever they're gonna tape because they were at Vegas this past yeah. weekend. I hope they parody something off the Hangover movies. I want to see something <laughs> Hangover related because they have such a good group there. Like I, I want somebody to get lost. Now as a shoot, if we're talking about shoot real life, yeah. Chris Jericho would be the one getting lost because he's a drunk. But if we're talking about kayfabe, it has to be Sammy G getting lost. Yeah, it has to be Sammy. <laughs> and but who's gonna play Galifianakis, like the goofy one? Uh, it can't be Jake Hayes. I think Ortiz. Ortiz, 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 Ortiz would play Ortiz, that better. Definitely would <laughs> yeah. All right. So before we get into this, people Eddie- in the chat are saying I think Jericho is starting to become a parody of himself. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's just a different. It's the, just I. I can't say that because he's just playing a different character. The dude evolves, whether yeah. you like him or not. The dude stays relevant no matter what character he's playing. Mm-hmm. Whoever said that probably sounds like a Jericho hater, but it, it, that's not here or there. I <laughs> so digress. So boy Jamie. So boy Jamie. Yeah, back, back I digress. <laughs> um, we know him, so we can say that. Um, so when it comes to Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, the main event. Before we get into what happened in the match, the last time. I was on your YouTube channel, right? Teddy gave Iridian a congratulations. Loki. Yeah. Because yeah. during the battle, the, the the gimmick battle royal at All Out, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Iridian goes like, oh, I really thought Eddie Kingston was going to win. Now, look at my face, Leo. This is what Teddy said. I already knew Eddie Kingston was going to win. I'm like, yo, what? what? Did she like snap her? Yeah, she did. She do a Brandy Rose. Oh, she, she did one she of did, these. She did she, one of these. She did a. <laughs> I knew who's gonna win. That, that's that's I what already did. knew that. She was like, I already knew. He's <laughs> such an instigator. Oh my goodness. But then, but then no, 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 Teddy. But Teddy. But here's the here's the flip side of that, right? Because when when I did your podcast, right, I was telling you already, and I'm like, yo. You kind of got to give the congratulations back to Teddy because Eddie Kingston is now in the main event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you kind of predicted mm-hmm. what happened. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Such an instigator. It wasn't even like that. But okay. <laughs> All right. So don't make us go look for the video. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Just saying. Already. Tell me about. <laughs> so. I thought this match was really good, but I expected more compared to Kenny Omega and Moxie from last year because they went all out, no pun. Like, they beat the snot out of each other. And I'm not saying that Kingston and Moxie didn't beat each other up, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe I expected more, like, deathmatch type shit in it because they both come from that type of... They they grew up on that. Like You, you wanted know, they, more. Right, they came from that. More blood. Right, so I expected it to be a little bit more violent, but... I thought the match was good. Uh, Rini, what did you think of the match? I thought it was good. I was excited to see Eddie Kingston in the main event. I was not excited about his outfit. I think he should have <laughs> you didn't like consulted. Already should have consulted uh, somebody. Did you before. give? Did you give yeah. Kingston this? Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> I did the whole match. Teddy can tell you I was talking about his outfit. I was like, who lets Eddie Kingston go out like that? Well, he's like, playing out of all the outfits yeah. he had, but he's playing he homage. To his guy, to his 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 mentor, his mm-hmm. idol. 
I, I was like, name. come on, was, there's, there's a better way that this could have been done. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I'm like, please. <laughs> it Look. went back to like MVP and everyone was chanting Power Ranger you know, back in the day. <laughs> it was giving the green Power Ranger vibes. He looked but, like a green Eminem. Um, <laughs> I didn't think this match was going to end up like this, but I guess I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Like at the end, I didn't think Kingston was going to say I quit. Like what's next for him? I was also complaining to Teddy. I'm like, how are you going to quit? You just got here, my guy. What? Pass out. <laughs> don't quit that's true that could have been a loophole but I don't know where they're gonna go from here yeah um what <laughs> Teddy what you think <laughs> well at least we know at least we know that she she cared about this I, match well, well, listen, so. listen, listen I, I'm not gonna listen I'm not gonna leave already on an island here I didn't like Eddie Kingston's attire either no 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 yeah no me neither and she really was talking about it the whole time it was like it entertained me while watching the match because Edie would not stop pointing out how awful awful his outfit was it, it really was his gear was awful um i think it was a very good match i do think for moxley and kingston i think it was a little rushed obviously they had you know they only had a certain amount of time but these are two guys that come from a very different atmosphere when it comes to wrestling so they obviously needed more time to beat each other up more bleeding of course if it wouldn't have been tv we would have seen more bleeding right mm -hmm. like if we would have been at a gcw show we would have seen mox and kingston it would have been there would have been more blood. It would have been more brutal. But so I did think it was a little bit rushed, but I do think it was a great match. Um, I'm glad Mox still has a championship. And yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, now you got me stuck on his attire. <laughs> it wasn't that, this, this it is, wasn't that bad. This, no, this is what I will say. I think Eddie Kingston would benefit wearing something like Kevin Owens wears, like a shirt with like the the fight shorts, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. if he was to wear something like that, I think Kingston will look more like a badass. Like the whole him wearing shorts with the with the with the what you call with the what do you call that? A uh, fucking uh, like a basketball. Like, it's like the, the you... it's like a singlet. That's what it pretty much is. It's like he's wearing a singlet and he's wearing like basketball shorts over. You know what he kind of looked like? He kind of looked like um a great value brand of the Street Profits. That's what he looked like. When you get the street profits on Wish, yeah, the street because that's kind of like the street profits attire. My man, um, D'Angelo Dawkins, that's kind of what he looked like. He does yes. look like him. <laughs> yes. it was green. Yes, I see it now. Okay, I, I, don't, I don't even know where to go with this. Um, <laughs> don't try, don't try to clean it up. No, yeah. no, I'm not cleaning it up, but but you're right, a, a different attire will look better on him because, and again, it's all about presentation, right. So you guys remember back in the day when Vader would come out with like the ma the Macedon head and everything, right? Like he would take it off and he was still looking posing, right? So kind of mm. like your ring, your your walking down your entrance ramp attire goes with your ring attire. Right. When you look at Kingston, he comes out all thugged out, right? And then just becomes a like a basketball soccer mom thing when he takes <laughs> his stuff off. I'm sorry, like, like, and and I understand that it was an homage, and I understand all that stuff, right? Masawa, Masawa was the, Misawa, the guy. Yeah, the guy he was. So, and to. I understand that, but there's different ways that you can you can pay tribute. You know what I mean? Yeah. When when Eddie passed away, they had the armband. You could have just worn an armband with like green and white. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, he could have just wore a shirt, like an Eddie Kingston shirt, and he could have <sighs> kept the shorts, and it would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think he really cares. Eddie Kingston looks like the type that he doesn't care, no, he doesn't how care he about looks anything. when he's out there. He just cares about... I'm here to wrestle, and that's it. Yeah. 
So one but last is funny. one last thing on AEW, and we'll move on. So on Dynamite this week during the main event, we got another incredible match between Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. I don't know how Ray Phoenix's neck is not broken, but I digress. <laughs> After the match, Pentagon does win, and we see Eddie Kingston get into the ring. And he starts cutting a promo saying, like, my best friend Penta. And he starts kind of, like, kicking and shoving, like, Ray Phoenix out the ring. Now, if you heard him on commentary, he was kind of, like, you know, bigging up Pentagon and just, like, kind of throwing a lot of shade at Ray Phoenix. And even the commentators noticed, like, hey, the reason they're beefing is because of you because, you know, you're kind of, like, instigating everything. So, Eddie Kings is cutting this promo. And next thing you know, we get the returning, the bastard, Pac. And it looks like we're going to get a feud, which I'm cool with it. The only thing... I didn't like was I feel like AEW shot themselves in the foot because mm-hmm. they gave us a promo of Pac last week. So I feel like that kind of foreshadowed and ruined the surprise a little bit yeah. where if they didn't give us the promo and you just had Pac appear at Dynamite, that would have even been a better ending. Did you guys uh, like Pac or no? Uh, Iridian. Return. I liked it. I just think they pulled the WWE on this one and they just announced it too early. I was like, damn, why didn't you just let it play out? You know, I remember one time Teddy and I were going to Raw and they announced Trish Stratish before. And I'm like, why would they do that? Just let me get there and be awed by Trish, you know? So this kind of took away from Pac coming back. But I'm excited for this feud. I'm excited he's finally back. Um, I know that he was having, uh, I think, what was he injured? Was he injured or was he like having problems coming? Uh, he had, pro- uh, due to the pandemic, COVID. he was stuck so out. COVID, of- right? so, um, COVID. What's that- COVID strikes once again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm glad that he's finally back so we have some more people to give matches to. And I think this feud is going to be great. Teddy, what what you think of Pac's return and this potential Eddie Kingston uh, feud? I'm excited. I like Pac. Um, I, before COVID came and ruined everyone's lives, I was so <laughs> excited that they were going to start Tangulo de la Muerte, Penta, yeah, me Phoenix, too. and him. Oh my so God. I, I hope they continue with that. I hope they go somewhere with that. Um, but I'm excited that he's back. I think we need something different. And we know that Pac is that person that he's going to give us, maybe not necessarily what we want, but what he wants to give us. And he's not going to take no for an answer from anyone. So I'm excited for him to be back. Now, would it have been better if instead of putting a video package or a promo or something from Pac last week, you would have flipped it? So whatever he, whatever they showed on TV last week, you could have shown the week coming up after he, you know, after he came back, you know, it was it was that shock factor. He doesn't say a word. You fade to black, and then next week you're waiting for an answer, and you get this video package or you get something. You know, it, would it have been more impactful? Do you, Do you mean for him like to have come first and then they yeah. show the video? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I don't think that sounds bad because right now I think that would. No, no, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say I think that does sound better. Yeah, because it, it takes away again. It's like, hey, tune in. What, what were they doing? Was it with Retribution? We're like, oh, we're gonna have them debut a, a faction that's gonna take Wait, over. Listen, anytime like, we talk, anytime we talk about Retribution, I check yeah. out mentally. Bro. <laughs> me too. Me too. Me too. Uh, somehow put Eddie with XLAX is what people are saying in, in the chat. I mean, a lot of people have speculated that. We might get a reunion one day. Eddie has gone on record saying mm-hmm. that he doesn't want to do that. He wants to do his own thing. He wants them to do their own thing, too. So, I mean, I wouldn't be against it, but I don't see it happening anytime okay. soon. Okay. All right. Well, that's AEW. Yeah. Um, should yeah. we address the elephant in the room already? Uh, what? what happened the last 48 hours? Well, Sam's not here. What? 
Listen, no. that, that 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 ship has sailed Sorry. a while ago. When you said salty <laughs> Sammy, I thought we were talking about our Sam. Go ahead. <laughs> Come on, man. All right. Let's talk about Zelina and, Vega. And they think you're the instigator. Go ahead. Because Zelina Vega Dale. broke the internet on Friday night. What'd she do? Which the, to the point Tape that it? nobody even gave a shit no. about SmackDown the second no. this news came out. Not at all. So the news came out right before SmackDown that Zelina Vega got released by the WWE. And I was in complete shock because, you know, this was one of their aces. Mm -hmm. She's great on the mic. She added so much to guys like Andrade and um, Hector um, uh, Garza. Garza Jr. Garza. Uh, she could work. You know, obviously we didn't see that much of her in-ring ability in WWE, but she can work. Mm -hmm. She's a great talker, great manager, and she gets released. Obviously, everybody that knows Zelina Vega, she's big on social media. She was doing cameos. She's big on Twitch. Um... And she opened up an OnlyFans, and there's speculation maybe that's the reason why um, she got released because of the OnlyFans. There was also rumors that the reason that she tweeted out that she supports unionization, that's another reason why she got released. But I think uh, based on some of the reports that I've been reading, she already knew that was coming. That's the reason why she tweeted that. Mm -hmm. There's Listen, and we're outsiders here. Lucha outsiders, get it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we, we don't really know the the the... the what exactly happened the ins but, and outs right but when you're an independent contractor i find it wrong that you're going to dictate the talents like what they do outside of the ring mm -hmm. like whether it's twitch or or patreon or, or whatever it is like like i, I want to put this in perspective here Zelina Vega got released because she didn't want to give up her Twitch. Regardless of what the what the rumors and what the dirt sheets are saying, that's the essence yeah. of it. That's the foundation yeah. of it. She didn't want to give up her Twitch. Yet, the company, right, still has yet to done anything with guys like Velveteen Dream, Lars Sullivan, and Matt Riddle. And Vince McMahon's mindset is, and it might be the people that work for Vince or whatever, they're like, let's change change his name to Riddle because if you type in Riddle on Google, none of the Matt Riddle stuff is gonna come out. That's that's his answer to that. That's so stupid. Keep in mind, these three people aren't employed now. Whether uh, some are allegations, some are not true, some are still in like uh, you know investigation. Some Lars Sullivan and the the Dream stuff is very graphic and fucked up. So it it's just like these guys are employed yet Zelina Vega, which is one of your aces. Because guess what? I don't give a shit about Lars Sullivan. You release her because she. Didn't want to give because up her Because she Twitch. stood up. Because she stood up against WWE. Uh, Leo, I know you have your thoughts on it, but I really yeah, want to get... Uh, yeah, I really want to get the rest friends. Because I'm going to go left field. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, Teddy, what's your thoughts on all this? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I Very selfishly, I was very excited when I saw that. It, it caught me off guard. I was shocked. But... I have been wanting Selena to, I, I've been wanting to see her more on TV as herself wrestling because I kind of used to follow her before she uh, came into the WWE. Thea Trinidad. And I, yes, and I knew that she loves wrestling. She would always tweet about how much she loved wrestling. And when she came in as just a manager and that's all she was doing for Andrade, I was like, when do we get to see who Zelina Vega is in the ring? We didn't really get to see it. We got to see it, but not as much. And and then when the whole Twitch thing started, um, obviously I was pissed off. Like, who the fuck is Vince McMahon to take away this platform for these wrestlers? 
Especially um, the times that we're living like, now. Especially the times that we're living in now. Exactly. I was pissed off when I heard about that. So I've been wanting Zelina to leave just so that she can finally be able to do her own thing. And then the same thing with her husband, you know, mm -hmm. with Alistair Black. I would be so excited if he left too. That sounds very selfish though because then I learned that she got on Twitch and she was very emotional yeah. saying nothing but nice things about WWE. So I kind of felt bad that I felt that way. But um, I don't know. I'm excited for her to finally be able to do uh, something that she hasn't been able to do in WWE. Iridian? I'm so sad about this. Like, Zelina is a star. She's one of my favorite people in the WWE, um, like men and women. And it's just like, damn, you're going to like take this away from her. Like, she's a star. She's on social media. She's she can very easily do one thing or do another when she's not managing. She's yeah. wrestling and she's like like Lana social media, like kind of like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I just think it's so bogus that WWE is doing all this all of this stuff with Twitch and like they're independent contractors, but it's like shady how they have their contracts laid out for their talent. So yeah. I don't know. I, I'm like, I'm sad about this. Before you go, Leo, I just want to point out. Oh, I'm that, no, no, no. Ah. Before you go, ah. then, you know, because oh, okay. I, I know Sorry. you're I don't know where you're going with this, but uh, <laughs> I just want to point out yeah. that. Alistair Black did request it to be moved back to NXT. Yes, he did. And right. he got denied that. So yes, I'm assuming the whole Zelina Vega getting released might potentially play, uh, you know, play a part to this. Also, this is a WWE thing that they're making yeah. a big deal about the Twitch and the and the and the cameo and the Patreon and the OnlyFans, all that shit. Right? You don't see AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor. MLW, none of these other companies making a big deal about this. Right? I I, I just it bothers me it really mm -hmm. does bother me why they're doing this like why like if they have an issue with it they should just tell their talent like listen i don't care if you want to do this but you got to use your real names you can't use a wwe uh own property name if you want to use go by like if roman reigns wants to go by joe you know that's fine if zelina vega wants to go by thea trinidad doing that's fine but they can go by whatever name they want. Just yeah. it's just I, I just don't get it. Like what what's the point? And I know some of the some of the people that defend this are like, oh, but they you know they're employed by the WWE. They're independent contractors. In theory, they're independent contractors. Okay. They're not employed by the WWE. Yes, they work for the WWE, but they're not employees by the WWE. First of all, and, yeah. and, and, one, real quick. No, and then, I'm ready. No, sorry. and uh, <laughs> and one more thing <laughs> to the fucking marks. Yes. Online that are already you. harassing you. Zelina Vega. Right I'm you. like, oh, I can't wait until you do autograph signing. You fucking marks. She one, she has a 90 day clause, and two, can you let her breathe? Yeah. She just she got released. What's wrong with you people? And and it's mostly dudes. Like, listen, she doesn't like you. You're not gonna have a chance with Zelina Vega. Like she's in Keep a she's in a long relationship, and all of a right, sudden she's gonna go sign some autographs, and she sees you. And I'm like, oh my god, I love your beard. <laughs> no, she's, she's not, not gonna, do gonna that. say that to you. You virgin marks Whoa. that are harassing her. I'm like, oh, I can't wait you to do a fucking uh, a signing. Leave are her they, alone. Are they the same ones that are clicking their pen, like nervous because they want to get you know her nah, to sign? No, I think I know. I think they're doing something else, which yeah. I won't say. Right. <laughs> and and you know clicking. what? With this. It's like WWE wants to take over their Twitch, but then they can't do it because they need a graphic designer. They're like that. They're hiring for that right now for a graphic designer for Twitch. Yeah. And it's just like, 
you're gonna do it and then you're still gonna be unprepared you have no one to do this and and the this whole plan? and wwe banning their talents from do, from doing all these like third-party platforms whatever uh twitch only fans whatever it is you're just opening up the gate of hell from guys like andrew yang and all these other people coming down hands and feet on vince mcmahon and this is not the attention you want now, if you let your talents do all these third-party things, you'll be perfectly fine. But no, WWE has to be petty, and Vince Man has to be selfish and money-hungry, and now you've got a target on your back. Yeah, but, yep. but at the end of the day, what they're looking at is dollars and cents, right? They ha WWE has their trading, so they're not really worried about us, the fans, them, the talent. All they're worrying about is their shareholders. If you look at everything that they've done for the past five years, is catered to them. When have they put on a good show from top to bottom? Exactly. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna be that guy because WWE has put on good shows. Okay, but they have good spots here and there, right? But they have not put on something that that you say okay you know what i'm at the edge of my seat i need to watch this the whole time now where i was going to go with this whole thing right and again to the people that are that are saying this and are defending this is because they don't know how to read okay this is the problem also they think that WWE is the end all be all and they you know get down on their knees and blow exactamente. Vince, no when, you, when you look up what is an independent contractor doctors dentists veterinar veterinarians lawyers and many other professionals who provide independent services are classified as independent contractors by who the IRS I don't care who the hell the WWE is at the end of the day the IRS is actually the one that owns this whole world uh, but if you look at it right Actors, musicians, a whole bunch of people are independent contractors. But what does that give you? That gives you the opportunity to say, you know what? I am not doing well here. I can pick up my stuff and I can pick up my ball and go somewhere else. Now, what ends up happening with all this? McMahon, when he first started coming up with this whole thing, oh, I can get away with it. I don't have to pay for them, uh, for them to be employees. We'll make them independent contractors because the Internet wasn't around. Because people weren't able to find this information. Because most of the time, the people signing for these contracts didn't have the money to get a lawyer. So if you don't have money to get a lawyer, and CM Punk said it the day that he left on uh, on the infamous uh, podcast, where if you actually take the contract, where it breaks down the independent contractor clause, it falls in court. That does not stay up in court at all. Thank you. See, the people think the same. Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't stay in court because they're not independent contractors. Independent contractors basically this. Okay, we work together, right? But you know what? If I can get something that pays more, something that's going to make me grow as a person, I don't have to keep doing this. That's the whole thing about being an employee and an independent contractor. Again, when I move and when I stop, let's say, working with the WWE, right? They can't tell me what I could do and can't do. Look at the Good Brothers talking Shopamania. Exactly. But what, what happens is you want to treat them like employees but you don't want to pay them like employees. Do you know why they don't want to pay them like employees? Because where in this this corporate world are you going to have your guys out seven days a week? You're not going to give them, you know, food. You're not going to give them hotels because now okay. they're flying for you. Now you got to pay for that. Again, we go back to this whole, you know, when when um the ESPN um, interview. 
where the girl was like, "Yeah, my driver's picking me up." Oh, was, Bailey, was, Bailey, yeah. yeah, Bailey. You got you guys have to drive yourself. Uh, yeah. The we, interviewer was completely shocked. She was like, "So you have to drive?" Yeah. Every night, like the interview was completely shocked. But, they were but again, but but this comes the people that defend this is because they don't take two seconds to take your your WWE hat off and actually look and read what the hell an independent contractor is. FedEx drivers are independent contractors. Amazon drivers are independent contractors. If you don't look into it, then you're just going to look stupid when you try to defend something that you have no idea what the hell it's about. Is, is I digress. Vince, is Vince McMahon Jewish? I'm just taking he a walk. No, but, but, <laughs> but you got to understand it from his side, right? It's his business. So he's going he's gonna to fake it till he makes it. This whole independent contractor thing, he's going to keep it going until one of them takes him to court. Unization, Yang, or whoever, and, this, and then topples and him. And this Zelina Vega thing is big because her dream, she didn't even bash WWE on her Twitch channel. This was her dream. Her end goal was always to go to WWE, right? And for her to stand against that says a lot. Bro. And now you have yeah. Paige that she's on the forefront about this unionization. You now think AJ Styles is not in there too? You think Xavier Woods is not in there too? Well, Xavier Woods is a little bit different because I think Xavier Woods is getting paid for up, up, down, down. From who? From WWE. He's okay, getting paid Okay, but for at that. the beginning, he wasn't. He wasn't. But do you but think he was happy to give up all that creative control? Because tell me the truth. After WWE took it over, was well, it listen, the same up, well, up, Xavier, down, down? Well, Xavier, no, it wasn't. But Xavier okay. Woods could, you know, whenever he leaves or whatever, he could just do left, left, right, right. He could make a new one. <laughs> R1, R2, pause. R, he, he could do another one. He could do another <laughs> but, one. But Zack Ryder, when he was doing, the, you know, the, the whole Long Island IZ, right? right? Again, it, this is the same thing playing over again. He was able to get himself over. WWE saw that he was able to get himself over. And what did they do? Take it. No, you're going to have to do it this way. All these channels are going to die if the WWE takes it over. Why? Because just like Iridian said, they weren't prepared. You cannot say we're going to take over your Twitch account and then start looking for graphic designers for Twitch. That's counterproductive. Yeah. Oh, that, You know what yeah. that sounds like? It sounds like when WWE changes the music for some of these talents too. But, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, again, <sighs> if you defend this, first of all, you're stupid. I'm sorry. And second of all, just go to Google. What is an independent contractor? And when you read those 10, 12, 15 pages that the IRS has where they explain what an independent contractor, tell me one of those clauses that actually shows you that it's a WWE wrestler. Yes. None of them do. Yeah. None of them. I think it's going to, once WWE has their like own Twitch platform, it's going to take the fun out of it. I don't think Absolutely they're going to be having fun take streaming course. anymore because they're on Twitch and they're being themselves having fun. Once they're doing it with WWE, it's going to be like working. They're it's not going to have fun anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're going to be like, they're not going to be able to say whatever they want. They're be like, holy shit, I'm working right now. That's It's definitely going to take the fun out of it. But they did it because they lost all this, well, not all this revenue, but they lost a chunk of their revenue from ticket sales, from merchandise sales. So again, McMahon and his group, again, what they, when they come into work every day, they don't care about what's happening in, in, in wrestling right now. They don't care about their product. All they care is how much money did we make and are the stockholders happy? That's all that right. matters because all, their, all their, their wealth is in the stock market. That's why Stephanie, that's why Triple A's, that's why they've all been selling their stock because they kind of see something is about to happen. Whether McMahon dies or whether they get, they, they get taken to court now by Andrew Yang, which I think this is, is like Pandora's box. Like you just ba- basically opened up Pandora's box to what everybody has been saying. And Selena Vega, unfortunately, 
she's patient X. She's the start. She's the, where you're able to now turn it and then overturn this whole independent contractor well, shit. Well, listen. I'm not gonna oh, hear. I'm God. not gonna sit here and speculate. Like man. I'm not gonna be Daddy. one of these marks. Get off my lawn! No. <laughs> I'm not gonna be one of these marks that says like, "Oh my God, I hope she I'm goes to AEW." Get the fuck out! Of here. But after the 90 days is up, no matter what Zelina Vega decides to do, whether she, she did say she's gonna continue in, in wrestling, but if she wants to go into acting, no matter what she does, she's a star. No matter what, she can go into cosplaying. She, she's. <laughs> like, well, that's what her OnlyFans was supposed yeah. to be. It was supposed to be her cosplay. Um, yep. before we move on to some more positive stuff, because this was a this is kind of a Debbie Downer, guys. I'm not gonna lie. I do have some exclusive audio of what Zelina Vega told we Vince McMahon. Oh, we got it. This is what Zelina said. Go ahead. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Hefe. <laughs> that's, well, that's, 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 that's what Zelina Vega she, told Vince McMahon. She technically said Hefe, but you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, more into some fun positive uh, news when it comes to the WWE. Yeah. Uh, Leon Ruff upset Johnny Gargano in NXT. I'm happy for Leon Ruff because uh-huh. I seen this guy in Evolve in Queens Laboom like religiously. I used to see this kid come up. I think he was a tag team champion with uh AR Fox in Evolve, and I'm happy for him. But I just want to see where this goes. Because if this was just, like, to continue the streak of Johnny Gargano can't, like, successfully defend the first title defense, but then they have him, like, take the title back or have somebody else take the title back and then do nothing with Leon Ruff, I just feel like it was kind of pointless. Even though I'm happy for the guy and I thought it was funny, the fact that he's so skinny that he can't put the belt around his waist. (laughs) And I think even Triple H tweeted out, like, this is why we don't call it a belt. I'm happy for him because he's a great dude. You know, he's a very lovable guy. He's... This reminded me of what one two three kid did to Razor Ramon back in the yes. day, the upset, right? But if they don't follow it up and they don't do nothing else with Leon Ruff, it's like, what was the point of all this? So, uh, Aridian, what's your thoughts on on this upset? I love it. I was here for it. I'm not a huge fan of Gargano right now as a heel, but um, I think this is definitely making me more interested because I'm like, oh my god, like Leon Ruff, yes, like put it on a new guy, you know, give some excitement there. I just am not sure how NXT is going to deal with it because, you know, with their championships, I think it's kind of cursed. Mario and, I, Mario and I talked about this. They're not doing the best with their champions. There's, there's so definitely hope- some brujería on NXT. <laughs> definitely. So I hope that they, like, do him justice and don't Keith Lee him, you know? Oh. Keith Lee him. <laughs> what, what's wrong, Teddy? Why did you make that face? Because, <laughs> <laughs> man, I hated the whole Keith Lee thing. So when she said, I hope they don't Keith Lee him, oh. That would start. Look at how far Keith Lee has fallen. He had such a, like, besides, like, the pandemic and stuff like that, right? You look at Keith Lee from the beginning of 2020, uh, going into when he won the NXT Championship. He was having such a great year, right? Yeah. And then he... Wasn't. Wasn't. The second he, <laughs> you know, they took the title off him to, to Karrion Cross, which I was happy for Karrion Cross, but, you know, he got hurt. It's like, damn, what... Do, was it the right call to take the title off of Keith Lee and and then you know move him up to 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 Raw? I don't know. It... And change his song. <laughs> and his attire. Talk and about. his attire. And he took and and he took he took off his goatee too. Again, talk talk about not being prepared. Talk about just shooting from the hip and hey, we'll figure it out. It, you kind of see where. McMahon and the people around him are so out of touch with things that work. You think that. At least when you had him come out and you had people in the stands, you would hear the pop. 
So that would make now McMahon and his his cronies uh, change their mind and say, you know what, this guy's over. But now when you control that 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 rush and that you know that the people going crazy, you kind of lose. And of course, hey, you know what, Mario, if you're gonna supposed to go over today. And, you know, we're going to put the music for you to go over. In my eyes, you're going over. You, you sound fine. But, again, having the crowd there, that's where, you know what? The crowd actually tells McMahon and his cronies, no, you're wrong. Keith Lee is a star. But he won't be able to see it. Now, without with this Thunderdome shit, right, now it's even worse. Because, again, you control that. So you're going to lose a lot of good talent. Now, you know when he's going to notice? Yeah, listen, there is some characters on Thunderdome uh, bro, things. Like, you, bro, you ever see, like, from day one. they look like, man, some of them look like serial killers. Just saying. Mario. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. If, if, right, if, you, right. if you're going to be on national TV, <laughs> the least you could do is fix your fucking bed that's behind you. Right. <laughs> you know, the least you could do is, you know what? The, the mirror looks all crooked and it's all smudged. You know what? Let, let me pass some Windex. You know, clean the shit. <laughs> like, yo, but for no, real, though. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Listen, already, already was like, Mario. But let's be yeah. honest here. Like, it's even true. you guys getting on this, you know, on, on our show, right? We're live on Facebook and you could listen to the podcast later. You guys, you know, are looking presentable. You know, you guys are like, hey, give us five more minutes because we're not done with our makeup. You Man. get what I'm saying? You got like, how come they can't do, like, the people that go on the thunder, like, some of these people, they're, like, just scratching their ass and balls, and <laughs> they just they just look like they haven't showered. But, <sighs> again, it, <laughs> the worst thing you could do <laughs> is record somebody when they're home. Why? Because they forget. Now, I'm not saying everybody because, again, I, I think the four of us here have done shows from our house. And the first thing that you do when you become on camera, like, oh, shit, that that's moved. So I kind of got to stand in the way so right. people can't see it. OK, but not everybody is that aware of what's going on. The worst thing you could do is give somebody creative control from their house. They don't care what the hell's going on. This is why when you have Zoom calls for school, you got grandma walking half naked across the back because they don't notice what the hell's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? You had a guy in Argentina that they went for a pause. No, it was here, actually. He was on a work call. They went on a pause, and he forgot to turn off his camera, and he did some stuff. I'm just saying. You can look it up. I'm not getting into politics. I'm just saying. Uh, but <laughs> when, when at the end of the day, like, this whole Thunderdome thing, okay, like you had to like figure it out, and I understand you can't have fans and all this and that. But again, I still think they have enough footage where they could just replay these people well, and not aren't add they new using fuckers. The, like the NXT, the Thunderdome esque that we have at the Capitol Wrestling Center, right? For NXT, the Performance Center, it, whatever you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's not live Thunderdome stuff. That's, of course, that's just recorded shit. But who told you they were they were doing that already? You did. You yeah. no, actually, you didn't even tell me. You predicted it. Yeah. You predicted that but was going to happen. Because again, they record everything. You don't think they're going to record these these Thunderdome things and just play back on the loop? Are you really looking at those people behind you, it and say, you well, know what, this guy just twitched well, and went back to? Well, listen. No. During Halloween Havoc, this is when I really noticed. During Halloween Havoc, during uh -huh. the Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano match, <laughs> I was watching the the background right, and something happened where. I think uh, I think uh. is when uh, Damien Priest got hit with the with the with the um, with the tombstone, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the people in the Thunderdome gimmick. They didn't even react to it. They were just watching like this. I swear to God, they were just like this. But, uh, <laughs> but they didn't even react to it. But they the, didn't even the, react but to it. But again, but remember what I was telling you. The worst part is you have a delay. So mm -hmm. regardless, this Thunderdome thing, like okay, in theory, it sounds good. 
But you have a delay. N- not even that. I think it does help out the talent that you have somebody watching. So I think it does help out uh, the confidence mm-hmm. of the talent. And I think it does make a difference. But yeah. I do like the NXT version more because at least you have some type of people around them. It, it adds. It adds it to adds. it. Uh, Robert Villarreal. Roberto. Come on, Robert. You know your name's not Robert. Your name's Roberto. You just put Robert for Facebook. <laughs> uh, Roberto Villarreal is saying, I could have swore I saw someone roll up one on screen. Good for I'm that person. I'm pretty sure. Good for that person. I'm pretty sure they did some lines, too, and they did some other stuff. You know? <laughs> and they are reusing some people. There was this girl on Twitter who was shown on the nxt side mm-hmm. and she was watching aew she like took a screenshot she's like oh look there's my face but here i am watching aew and i was like damn she put yeah. him on mess like that but okay but when the, it's like when you go to get a phone and you just hit you know the terms and conditions and you don't go and read no I'm pretty nobody sure ever read. of course yeah. nobody ever i'm pretty sure there's a little through, paragraph that says we're gonna reuse your shit like, we're not not only are we going to reuse your shit, but we're going to get your social security number. We're going to get all your, <laughs> and we own your real name. We own your real name. <laughs> Hand over your Facebook pal. Own your real name. Your you know screen what, name. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like a WWE contract to me. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> we're all independent contractors now. <laughs> mm-hmm. You made it, guys. Independent contractor. All right, but well, you can't you can't be an employee though. But listen, <laughs> more more on NXT. I want to get I want to get your thoughts because I have a very strong opinion about this talent. I want to get your thoughts about Shotzi Blackheart. Iridian, let's start with you. I love Shotzi. I love her so much. Oh, my God. She's a queen. She's iconic. Um, I I knew her before NXT a little mm-hmm. bit when she was in the indies, mm-hmm. and, like, I fell in love. She's so sweet. She's so nice. I think they really need to push her to the sky. Like, this girl is money. And I'm so sad that they busted up her tank. Like that was one oh. thing that I loved about her. She had a cute little entrance. I know, I know Mario's gonna say something, but hold on. <laughs> no! No! I love that tank and I'm excited for this feud that she's possibly gonna have with um who's she gonna have it with? I was gonna say Gargano's wife. Candace. I know with Candace. Yeah, I'm super excited for that Candace feud. I'm ready for it. Teddy, what do you think of Shotzi Blackheart? I like Shotzi. I really like Shotzi. Um, I think she's great. I think she could be the face of NXT. Mm -hmm. And if they ever decide to move her up to the main roster, she could be the face of whatever Raw or SmackDown. As long as as they don't put her in retropoption. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But yeah, I think Shotzi, Shotzi is just, I think the whole women's roster in NXT is amazing, but I just think Shotzi has it. And I'm, so happy they're giving her that that opportunity because she got she got here not so long ago she got to NXT not so long ago so mm-hmm. I'm so happy they're letting her be out there pushing her hard yeah so yes they are I like Shotzi a lot I've seen this girl on Shine on Evolve shows she has a great look she has the it factor I like Shotzi I th- she's a sweetheart because I I met her before before she became who she's becoming now. There's just certain things about her that I feel like it's too produced. Now, the, the tank. The tank, I think the tank is atrocious. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense why she comes out with a tank until finally when the tank is destroyed, then they give us a backstory. Oh, because she has family and I think the Marines or the Army, but whatever. But you should have done that from the get. Right. They never told us that. She just popped up with a tank with yeah. horns. And it's like, how are they both even like connect with each other right which that's a that's like a loss for me right it's like eddie also, kingston's ring attire also also <laughs> I, I compare fe- I, also i feel like they're both green the best the- <laughs> <laughs> all right 
So, <laughs> so another thing about Shotzi that I don't like, I feel like with her promos, not all of them, because I feel like the promo that she cut this past week, mm-hmm. talking how pissed off she was at Candace for destroying her tank, I think that's one of the best promos she ever did in WWE NXT. But I feel like prior to that, her promos sound a little bit too animated for me at times. Like, it doesn't feel real. Like, it feels like when she, like, goes high octave with her voice or whatever, I feel like I'm listening to, like, a rock or, like, heavy metal, like, station. Mm -hmm. And then it just doesn't seem real to me. And then when she howls, it's like, what are you, a wolf? Like, why are you howling? Like, you're coming out with a tank, you got horns, and now you're howling. Like, 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 I don't get... Like, decide what movie you're on. I, I, I I don't get the connection, and I feel like... It's a little bit too much for me. Like, I'm like, I just don't get it. Like, sometimes I feel like where her promo is a little bit too cringe. But yet, when she's, like, very serious, like, she cut a promo this past week, I felt like that was real. Like, I feel like that's really her. And even if you watch, like, some of her stuff, like, she does, like, on her Instagram and whatever on social media, like, that's really her. Like, the way she talks mm-hmm. and the way she, like, says words. But when she goes, like, high octave and she... Words. Like, when she goes, like, high <laughs> yeah, octave yeah. and she... It's just a little bit too animated for me. Like, I, I just... I get disconnected and I'm like, oh, this is kind of cringy. It, but, is, it, is it like when you say, like, when they're playing wrestler? Like, when they're not actually yes, wrestler, when, when she's they're playing... Doing, when she's acting like a... And, and the only thing I could relate it to, and already you're, you've done radio, so maybe you can understand what I'm trying to say, but, like, when she goes high octave, when she says words... And she, she's, yeah. like, playing, like, a, a VJ for, like, a rock station. Yeah. Like, hey, welcome to the like, like, I don't know. I, I get disconnected with that. I'm like, ugh. But she does have an it factor. I think she could be a top star no matter what brand she's on. Yeah. Uh, Steve Jordan and the chat saying Shotzi is a trip. So, hey, people like her. Uh, you think she could be doing commercials <laughs> for a random comment, bro? I, no, no, because I was, uh, I was waiting one. for the next one where he goes. Do you think she can be doing commercials for World of Tanks? I think she could be doing commercials. She could do like an infomercial at a rock station, like like I don't know for like Monster Jam or something. <laughs> the way she'd be talking, <laughs> Monster Jam. Okay, Leo, you said that you said Literally. that the fan in the comments said that she's a trip, and you're like people yeah. like her. In Chicago, I think we have a different definition of trip. No, well, Leo, because... Leo's an old man, though. So no. you got to... <laughs> Go ahead. So so explain to me. Explain what the young folk are calling a trip oh now. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. Go well, ahead. here in Chicago, a trip means more like... Um, I don't like when you're high and something's tripping you out. Oh, That's no, what but, I took okay, it as. Okay. I understand that part, but hello, we're trying to keep it PG here. Uh... <laughs> All I know is I walked in here and Are I found we? some shit here. Hey, they're not going to have us back on. No, 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 no. Oh, you're you're no. definitely coming back on. I'm just, I'm just trying to... <laughs> I read that different. Listen. By the way, hold on, no, no, because this is vindication for me. Uh, I have several cousins also named Roberto. So my folks did it not to confuse us. Okay, so his name is Robert. There you go. Robert Villarreal. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> from before. And we cleared that up on, yeah, on yeah. Robert just, Roberto. There you go. We just cleared both names. I'm happy the tank is gone. I can't stand that stupid tank. <laughs> it was that, green though. I, I'm happy that I'm happy. Thank you, Candace LeRae, for destroying that tank because that tank. Where did Candace get a monster truck? That's what I was thinking. Candace, Candace did us all a favor because that tank is so cringe and atrocious. Ugh. Mm-hmm. She should have just set it on fire. That's what she should have done. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, moving on to NXT. You know what? I'm a big fan. You know what's must see TV for me when it comes to NXT? I know. I know. 
That's Pat McAfee. Yeah. I think this guy is gold. I think what he's doing for Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch is amazing. Like he he's giving them like a little bit of confidence and character outside of them. Because in ring they're great. But let's be honest here. When you look at Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch, they seem like a great value version of the bar. Okay? That's what they look like. But they're <laughs> I see it too with the but, bald guy. But <laughs> but now that, that they're paired up with Pat McAfee, you know, you have Pete Dunn just looking there like a badass, like he wants to kill people. And Pat McAfee's just talking so much shit, and he's giving confidence to Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. Like, look at Danny Burch. When have we ever seen him that animated? Never. No, We've no. never seen it. And Pete Dunn too. He's really animated so, in that picture. So when, <laughs> so when we see, so when we see, so he's when, got he's got resting bitch face every day. So when I see Pat McAfee, I hate real tan. So when I see, so when I see Pat McAfee, and every time he cuts a promos, I'm like, yo, this guy reminds me of someone. He reminds me of someone, but I couldn't put my finger on it until this week. You know who Pat McAfee reminds me of when he cuts promos? Who? He reminds me of a young Shane McMahon. Yes. That's who he reminds me of. A young Shane McMahon. I think Pat McAfee is gold. I, I I just love I just hope they get like a name for this group. Like I don't like the whole Kings of NXT. Like give these like give them a, like a stable name. Give them like a legit stable name. Not like <laughs> no. I I don't care what you call it, but not retribution. <laughs> They'll probably give them some stupid name like the McAfees or some shit like that. <laughs> just saying. Uh, and the fees. <laughs> Uh, they weren't ready for this. Already, already, <laughs> already, what you think of Pat McAfee's work and what he's doing with uh, this trio of Oni, Danny Burch, and Pete Dunne? I've been really impressed by Pat McAfee. I think that match that he had with Adam Cole really set the yes. bar high for him. I was like, dang, I didn't know he had this in him. I thought he was just training for a day, and this guy has been like practicing all his life, apparently. Um, I think he's really good. They're giving him really good chunks of time on NXT, mm -hmm. which I like because that helps develop his character. Like last week, he I think he had like 15 minutes. Like I was like, damn, that's a lot of the show. And he's just out there just talking. Like they're really let him, letting him show his character, which I love. I'm excited to see what they do with this group because I think Pete Dunne is a monster and I mm -hmm. love Pete Dunne too. And with the tag champs involved as well, like I think this group can be unstoppable and especially because undisputed era right now was like all over the place with like injuries mm -hmm. and they're not champs anymore so i wonder who they're going to feud with well i think this is all going to lead up to somewhere i would take a guess in december because they're not doing like the the co uh they're not doing survivor the back series. to they're not doing the back-to-back -back, uh pay-per-views like you know you have war games and the survivor series so i'm assuming war games is going to happen in december and we're going to get the pat mcafee faction versus the undisputed era they might have to take a wild guess. Teddy, are you interested in uh, what uh, Pat McAfee's group is doing? And what's your thoughts on this feud with Undisputed Era? So I have no idea what's going on. Okay. Um, I haven't been watching wrestling ever since I took my little hiatus. Okay. Um, the first thing I watched was Full Gear, and that's the pretty much the only thing I've watched. But um, remembering his Mac McAfee's match against Adam Cole, I agree with Edie as well. I wasn't expecting that. And he gave us more than what we were expecting. Right. Um, he's great. The dude is great. And it also makes me proud that someone that comes out of the, that comes from another sport outside of mm. wrestling comes in here and he's trying his best and he's actually doing his best. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people come okay. in here Rock taking wrestling as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> right. They take wrestling as a joke and Pat McAfee clearly is enjoying this and doing his best. 
And and he's a talker too. Like I, I've actually followed him when he got out of football mm-hmm. and when he started working with Barstool Sports. This was before ESPN. This was before XM WWE. Radio. Yeah. So and and he's always been a talker. He's always been animated. And again, the people that come over from from the 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 non WWE world, right? So you got Gronk, you have LT at his point, you've had Shaq, you've had Rodman, you had Malone, all these people that come over from the non-WWE world. The ones that connect to the people are the ones that get it, right? Mm-hmm. The ones that get it. You can say all you want about Rodman, but when Rodman was on with Hogan, it felt right. Rodman got it. It felt right. He understood that what it was, that it wasn't over the top, that you were just there to get hated, like and and let's not even talk about Carmelo. Carmelo got it even more because he actually tried and he got into the whole moves mm-hmm. and everything. But when you look at people that that don't transfer over, like are we really going to talk about Snooki in WrestleMania? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, are we really going to talk about you know all these other people that Remember just Kevin Federline? Oh, Kevin Federline, dude, like serious? Like John oh, Stewart goodness. got it more than a lot oh, of these John people. John Stewart got it. Okay, but again, but these why? Because these people are talkers. These people understand that it's a show at the end of the day. That it's not that hey, hey, er, er, you know, eighties type of wrestling where everybody, you know, take your vitamins, brother. No, it's not. It's changed over. It's more like real life now. Again, McAfee gets it. He's been talking Uh like that on the air again since Barstool Sports. Since you know he started working ESPN. Since he got remember when he showed up to was it the WrestleMania pre-show. With those like salmon shorts, the shorts, yeah, yeah. He got chewed out for that too. But but, <laughs> but again, people are talking about you, right? You do I, that on I'm purpose. A, I'm a, listen, and prior to the Adam Cole and Pat McAfee match, I was not for this feud at all because I feel like this was such a downgrade for Adam Cole because I'm like he's coming off of such an incredible champ a championship yeah. run with the in NXT, and I'm like really Pat McAfee, and I like Pat McAfee. It's not that I didn't like him. It's just like man, this is a bit of a downgrade. But they sold me. When we had when we had the little brawl between Pat McAfee and Adam Cole and Pat McAfee like just kicked the shit out of him. After that, I'm like, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in for this. I was and then the and then what does WWE? They WWE themselves and in the final week of NXT, they don't follow it up. Of course. They, they, uh we, we got a couple of people here on the chat. Jamie Simons is saying the McAfee militia. Hold on, wait, go. hold on, wait. You gotta pause. Hold on. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Who said that? <laughs> Jay- Jamie Simmons. All right, hold on. Give me a second. Jamie? Congratulations. You played yourself. Listen, Jamie, stick to stick to your day job because you're just as bad as Sam when it comes to naming people. Leo Legdrop, that was a good that was a good nickname. You're just, you're just as bad as names, bro. Just stick to your day job, bro. Um there's a question from Robert Villarreal. He wants to know Steve McMichael, did he get it? I think he kinda got it. <laughs> Why are you even bringing him up, bro? No, I, you know what? I will say that about McMichael. He he knew how to talk. He was charismatic as hell. He was yeah. just shit in the ring. Yeah, but I mean, he's a football player. You know what I mean? Like uh, Pat McAfee. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, he's a football player, and and you have to at least try to work in the ring. I remember the LT and and uh, Bam Bam Bigelow Steve match. Michael was a fucking horseman. Bro. No, okay, but but it was WCW writing. What do you expect? <laughs> like when you actually look at it, like, and again, it all goes into on who you're working with. If you go back and watch that Bam Bam Bigelow and LT match, right? LT had no idea what the hell was going on. Thirty seconds into the match, he was already gone. He was already gassed. He couldn't like he was coming up for air. Right. But if you look at it. 
Bigelow carried that match. Absolutely. But the difference with McMichael and coming from the football world is he wasn't there just for one match. Right. He was there for, what, three, four, five years? So that's kind of going to show you, like, hey, if you don't work it in the ring, you're going to look like a rookie out there. And that's what happened to McMichael. On the on commentary, he was gold. I liked him on there. So go ahead. That was my little rant. All right. Um, <laughs> one of the one of the most shocking and surprising things that happened last week, and everybody was talking about full gear and and mm-hmm. now going into this week, you know, with Zelina Vega, whatever. Something that that kind of it was big when it happened, but then quickly because you know in the wrestling world everything goes like this, right? Mm-hmm. Was Jay White upsetting Kota Ibushi and taking mm-hmm. that briefcase to mm-hmm. go into Wrestle Kingdom? Uh, now Jay White. He said, because, you know, Jay White's the man, you know, he, he's a, he's J1, you know, he's King Switch. Mm-hmm. Breathe with the Switchblade, all right? Jay White decided that he's taking January 4th off, and he's going to be challenging Tetsuya Naito at night two at Wrestle Kingdom for that IWGP Intercontinental mm-hmm. and Heavyweight Championships. So what Naito decided to do, since Jay White is taking the day off, he said that he's going to give Kota Bushi the title shot on night one. Okay. Um, Aridian, what's your thoughts on this upset? Do you see any title changes Title changes happening on night one before we get to Jay White? What do you think is going to happen? And do you think Kota Bushi is like the Charlie Brown of New Japan because he never gets a shot? <laughs> I'm just telling him he's Charlie Brown. <laughs> I don't know. I think this should be pretty interesting. I know you guys are probably going to you know, get up in the early morning to watch this. I'm going to be asleep. But I'll probably catch everything up on on Twitter. I'm excited for this. I think they have a really, you know, a couple good uh, matches. I love Jay White. He's oh my god, he's so great. Uh, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't I think she's talking about his in ring mm-hmm, skills. But- <laughs> Jay, <laughs> she looked over to the right. That means she probably got a picture of him over there, something uh, like a Aridian, poster. When Aridian <laughs> was talking about Jay White, I instantly thought of this. All right. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> and she had the audacity to talk about Hangman Page and how <laughs> and how that deal was all over the TV. Mm-hmm. Just saying. You know, Teddy and I have have different relationships with wrestling. Like Mario, Mario's got a bay. You know, I got a bay every day of the week for for wrestling. No, correction, too. correction already. Um, yeah, I have you know. babes with an S. Yes, babes with oh, an S. Babes with ballet, ballets, ballets, ballets. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. You know, Jay White. Good, you know. That's it. Just, okay, <laughs> Teddy. I know you're also a big fan of Jay White. What do you think of how they keep on doing Kota Abushi dirty? And um, you know, uh, Naito's going in for two big title defenses. That's if he could get past Kota Abushi on night one. What do you think of this whole right. scenario? I oh man. Okay, first of all, I love that Jay White is going up there now. I felt like for a, a while, um. I don't know. I wasn't really interesting where where I wasn't really interested in where Jay White was going, and now him speaking up and um, how do I say this? I had this. I had a word that I was gonna freaking say. Um, I forgot the word, but I want. I don't know if I want to see Jay White take that from Naito, but mm-hmm. then again, I don't know. You're- I'm excited. You're 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 like you're, you're torn. Like you're torn. I really am, and with the whole Ibushi thing, I <laughs> Ibushi. I think it's so funny the way that you Ibushi. <laughs> Teddy, uh, can, you have to say it because I'll keep. How 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 they say it? How they say it, Teddy? Not a not a lie, Mario. <laughs> She's like that's only for the voice chat. <laughs> this is only for us, okay? <laughs> 
She does a real good. She does a real good Cody one too. Yeah. <laughs> when I told it's them, some... when I told him the story when I was in Japan, I had them laughing because I was imitating how the people were super nice mm-hmm. out there, and I felt bad because you know out here in the states, you know you're in a like a, a stadium or arena, right? And like if you're in a middle seat. And you got to get up to go to the bathroom, whatever. You know, you have, like, typical attitude. Like, oh, oh come this, on, this man. Mother. Right? And then out there, I feel bad. So I'm, like, trying to, like, you know, like, hold on and, you know, not go off. And, and then I'm, like, sorry. Sorry. You know, like, I know they – and they're just, like, okay. It's okay. It's okay. So you're telling it's me something that, that- – Guys, it's just something that stands out while you're watching the matches when they're screaming, Cody, you know, it stands out a lot. It's so cute. <laughs> What's wrong, Charlie Brown? Uh, <laughs> so you're telling it's me that cute. there's a chance that that uh, Jay White on night two, he's going to fight night two? I think so. I, I, I think I so. Hate I, 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 I hate it. you, Leo. I really hate you for that. <laughs> really? Really? Night two? Night two and night two? Really? Night two and night two. <laughs> No, okay. That was such a that was that was such a bad oh, joke, didn't bro. Catch that. I didn't catch that either. Well, well listen. Got, well, don't worry, it. don't worry, guys. Mario knows, Nobody Mario catches knows. this joke. Uh, 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 a hundred and fifty nine shows later, I think Mario's got it. That's uh, <laughs> why <laughs> so I told you they weren't ready, bro. You know, I, I love. You know what's funny? Uh, that I, I just have to point out, and it kind of mm-hmm. goes back to the whole Charlie Brown reference that I made earlier, is when Teddy was talking about like how she's torn. Between Jay White and Naito, she uh-huh. did not give a shit about Kota Ibushi. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I was about to go to Ibushi. I really uh-huh. was. I was, I was almost about, about to, to get there. I was literally mm-hmm. about to say something about him, and then we got interrupted because you really wanted me to say Ibushi <laughs> in a different tone. <laughs> you wanted me to say what? You wanted me to say Ibushi in a different tone, and I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> But she, we did get a Cody out of her, so yeah. I'll take that. We, you got a Cody out of me, <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited for this. Might be where I go back into watching wrestling. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why did you pull and that? And Jay up? White. Why up. did you pull that up, Leo? Tony Brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kota Bushi looking at the double championship. Right there. Look, look. <laughs> He's out in the rain looking at the oh, double championship. Oh my god! Oh, oh night one. Uh, poor Kota Bushi. Poor Kota Bushi. I don't like. I don't like the hate that he gets on Twitter. Though people making fun of him, I do feel bad for Ibushi. I, listen, I feel people bad. Make for, so much listen, fun of him. I feel bad for Ibushi too. I think he's top one of the top wrestlers in the world. One hundred percent. But let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It's kind of. It, it is a little bit funny how dirty New Japan does it though. Does it? Yeah. You gotta admit it's kind of. It is hilarious. No, not to me. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's some uh, there's some free agency happening right now in the wrestling world. Uh, this past weekend, I went to GCW and Alex Zane, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with, but he's a top independent talent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this guy, he gives me a lot of Kenny Omega vibes. Not his character. He's but... dirty. Oh, see, oh, see, he see? looks dirty. You mean too far? That's what too we were far. talking about from the beginning. But he gives me Kenny Omega. Mega vibes, like the mm-hmm. way he carries himself and, and just his in-ring ability. And there's rumors going around that since he wrestled his last independent date this past weekend, that he's gonna he signed a deal with WWE. I think if they book him right, he could be the answer to Kenny Omega. That's how good I think Alex Zane is. Okay. Uh, are you guys familiar with Alex Zane, uh, Aridi and Teddy? Are you guys familiar? I was about to interrupt you because I was going to ask you a quick question. Okay, go ahead. Is this... Is this the guy that people were so pissed off at last night because he said something bad about Eddie Guerrero? 
I'm not. No, 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 no. You're thinking of um. Are you thinking of Alex Ocean? Oh, never mind. Yes. Okay. You think okay. of Alex Ocean? He's a deathmatch wrestler. Okay. He, he he wrestled a, a a match last night and he said something about Eddie. But um, are you guys familiar yeah. with Alex Zane at all? I, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. So. If you guys can look him up on YouTube, he's incredible in the ring. He does his shooting star press into like a knee in the back of people's necks. I don't think he'll be doing that in WWE, mm-hmm. but I think <laughs> if they book him right, I think he could be something in WWE because he could talk. He has a great look. Uh, this guy's a star written all, written all over him. Uh, another mm-hmm. another uh, in free agency rumors is the Rascals. Now, Iridian, I know you're very familiar with the oh. Rascals. <laughs> Uh, the Rascals, they, they're finishing up their two-year run with Impact Wrestling. Um, I'm kind of sad and also disappointed in Impact when it comes to the Rascals because they, while they did give them shine and they did have incredible matches, they, they were giving a, a, a lot of spotlight to Trey Miguel. I feel like somewhere in those two years, you could have gave them a tag team title run and they never pulled the trigger give on that. Something. They could have done something there with them. Um, disappointed. But the rumor is they might be going to NXT. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Rascals, Iridian? Because I know you're familiar with them. <laughs> and did Iridian I think, freeze? I think she froze. I think we lost oh, Iridian. I did. Yeah. We lost Iridian. Teddy, are you familiar with the Rascals? <laughs> yes, uh, I am. I love the, okay, the okay, we're, oh, we're back. back. Oh, she's back. Iridian, she's stop because you froze up. We have no yeah. idea what you said. <laughs> So, so try to so, do it all um, over again and make it sound like you just said it now for the first time. Go ahead. Like, I, like I just said it the first time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so the Rascals, I don't know how I feel about them possibly going to NXT, um, but they were doing so great on Impact. So they were super excited to be there. I love the little you know promos that they were cutting, the segments that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do see that if maybe they went to NXT, that they'd be good because the tag teams would really like thrive there. I, I don't know. I, I like them as, as a whole group, but I would wish they kind of stayed an impact. I'm, 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 I'm nervous for them because their whole gimmick is that they're stoners, right? So I don't see them having treehouse um, promos and segments <laughs> like yeah. they were having an impact. They would really need and, to make it kid-friendly. Like, you already have a Firefly Funhouse in WWE. What What is this going to be if they do decide to sign <sighs> Teddy, you have any thoughts on the Rascals of them potentially going to WWE? Um, not really. I am familiar with them. I know exactly who they are. I think I've seen them once, and I think they're very entertaining. But I really don't know how to feel about them going to WWE. I don't really have much to say about it, to I, be honest. I'm just I'm nervous for a whole bunch of reasons because we we know how WWE books tag teams. I'm afraid mm-hmm, that they're gonna get mm-hmm. split up. I'm afraid that they're gonna just water them down to like I don't know like. What's the equivalent of getting like, um, you know, smoking up, laying something up, and having that gimmick? What getting jacked up off a of diet Mountain Dew? Like, what's a gonna sugar, be their gimmick? A sugar rush. A sugar rush. Like, what? What's gonna be their gimmick? I, I'm, the Candy Man. I hope. <laughs> I hope they. I hope they stay as a unit. But I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I am nervous about the Rascals because their gimmick has worked in the Indies and in Impact. So, going to a company like WWE, like, what exactly are you gonna do with them? So let me ask yeah. you. Let me ask you three. This ever since Riddle has been on TV, right? WWE main main SmackDown and all that other stuff. He's never once talked about 420. He's never once talked about smoking. He's never once talked about anything. He's a he's a laid back guy, bro. But again, hello. If you followed him along, like I'm pretty sure he was smoking before he got it to the ring. Just saying. 
But now yeah. in, in the main roster, you can't do that because, again, you have to look at it how you're, you're marketing these things. So with a, with a team like this, yeah, every wrestler, just like I say, you know, every, every person that gets into soccer, if you don't want to play in the World Cup and win it, like you shouldn't even get into wrestling, right, into soccer. In wrestling, everybody wants to be in the WWE. But right now, in the state of what wrestling is, the WWE is not the end-all, be-all. The WWE is, is an option. You have other ways of making money and being in the wrestling world. Um, if they're going there, good for them, but you know they're not going to be the same trio or tag team or anything like that. No. That's unfortunate because all three guys have amazing talent. They're charismatic as hell. And I haven't seen them, but who the hell is this Rico Suave guy? That's Desmond Xavier. That one, yeah. I don't know. He... <laughs> So something's going on there. Uh, just I, I hate you, Leo. <laughs> uh, and lastly, I do want to congratulate uh, Deanna Perrazzo for capturing yes. the uh, Impact Knockouts Championship last night, two time, defeating two time. Uh, uh, Sue Young and also the Good Brothers. Oh, they they won the tag team championships. They defeated the North. And kind of going back to the whole free agency thing, the rumor is, I don't know about Joshua Alexander, but Ethan Page, a lot of people are speculating that once his contract is up with Impact Wrestling, that he might be going to AEW. Um, any thoughts on Ethan Page going to AEW? We'll start with Teddy. That's exciting. I'm on, I'm an Ethan Page fan. Um, I I feel like he's changed so much charisma wise ever mm -hmm. since he lost all this weight and he's he looks different now. He's and more confident. He acts different. Mm -hmm. He's definitely way more confident. So I'm excited for him to go anywhere really. But if he was to go to AEW, I'd be very happy. I'm gonna be a mark. Yeah, let, let them go to AEW. It's a party over there. Coca Bana's over there. Everyone's gonna have a good time. The BTE segments would be unmatched. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> my only fear, and it's not like a fear like the Rascals going to NXT. My only fear with Ethan Page is that while he's great in the ring, he he deserves a spotlight. And if we look at the AEW roster, they're stacked, and a yeah. lot of these talents. They're not really getting used to their full potential like they were getting in other promotions. So my fear about Ethan Page, and I'm not saying that will happen, because listen, if Ethan Page goes to AEW, he's getting paid. So I'm happy mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I don't want him to get lost in the shuffle either. Yeah. So that's yeah. my only fear. But hey, if he's getting paid, good for him, because Ethan Page is yeah. a star. Well, I think either way, I mean, of course, I don't want to that either that that does scare me as well but he's doing so well on youtube mm -hmm. on twitter like mm -hmm. on, on his, ugh, i'm sorry on his social media right so i think either way he's going to put himself over right um it's just up to the fans and to see how they receive him right 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 uh leo you got anything else before we wrap up no, I think it, it was a, a very interesting week in wrestling, and I think we covered a lot of it. Uh, you know, there's still some stuff out there. You know, people were talking about the whole Rey Mysterio thing and all that. You know, ultimately, he, he did turn on uh, on Rollins. You notice that we didn't even but, talk about Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I know. And I, Raw was I know. terrible. Worst show of the week. Okay. And SmackDown, okay. while SmackDown was still okay to watch, I think it was a step down compared to recent weeks. So SmackDown has been really good, and I feel like... This SmackDown, it was just okay at best. Again, phoning it in. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, do they really care if people tune in? No, By the way, this Survivor this? Series it. build has been fucking awful. Just throwing it out there. Because they, because oh. they know they we're going to tune in because of The Undertaker. That's why. So the way that they see it, again, they don't have to build anything up because people would just tune in just for The Undertaker. People that don't watch wrestling, if they know The Undertaker is going to be on there, then they'll watch. 
Again, that's why they don't care about us. Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> By the way, Steve Jordan is saying that the Rascals should be called the CBD guys. It could be. You never know. Maybe they get like a, like a little thing, you know, with CBD. No! Now that it's legal. And... No! No? Okay. Rest I don't want to say anything. <laughs> exactly. Rest friends. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing the pod. Thank you so much for doing the show. Coming back. Two-time, two-time appearances on Lucha Outsiders. Tell me what you guys are working on. Tell me where people could find you. Plug away. Plug everything. Um, whoever wants to start first. Well, rest friends, thank you for having us on. We're really, we're really excited. I was telling Teddy before we started, I'm like, oh my God, I'm nervous. I have butterflies. I'm excited. Like, I can't wait to talk to them. Um, but yeah, you guys can follow us on YouTube at Rest Friends and you can listen to our podcast, the Rest Friends podcast, anywhere that you, you know, listen to your favorite podcast. You know, we're on all streaming platforms and, you know, Teddy and I are cooking up some stuff for December for Christmas. So we're really excited about that. So just make sure that, you know, on all social media platforms at Rest Friends, you follow us and you're keeping up to date with everything that we got going on. Can I say something real quick? It's going to sound no. a little mean, but I swear I love you, Rest Friend Edie. I love you. But you kind of just AW'd me. It was going to be a surprise when I come back. And I told everyone that I was going to come back for Christmas. That's right. I didn't think you were coming back. I yeah, she didn't say it. Stuff, so you kind uh, of. We can't edit that. Well, let's, well hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait. I know how to, I know how to solve this. Go ahead, go ahead. I know how to solve this. Go All ahead. we just got to say go is. Go ahead. Congratulations. You played yourself. And and that could go that could go either way. Yeah, y'all figure it out who gets the congratulations there. Okay, that's true. That's true. You're right, restaurant. You're right. <laughs> um, do you guys want to stay you guys want to stick out for the outro? You want to yeah. say bye now? You want to stick to the no, outro? We'll, no, we'll we're here. We're here for the whole thing. Okay, good, perfect. Because in the outro, that's when I usually bury some of the people that are in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> um, Leo, give me your plugs, in, bro. By the way, people say they like the show and they have no, now they're following us. By the way, you guys can go to losradio.com. That's where you can find this show and you can find a whole bunch of other shows that we're doing. I know we were joking about it on the intro, but we're actually doing a whole bunch of shows. We actually have a morning block where you guys can go ahead and tune into a Espanol talk. If you want to just habla the English, it's okay. We still got some shows on there too. Uh, but you guys can go to losradio.com. You could download the app and where we might put you back. Go ahead. I'm good. <laughs> No. I, I feel like I, I feel like I got. I'm sorry, I forgot this lady. I feel sorry. like I feel like I have to throw that in there now. This. La puta madre que te parió, hijo de la remil puta. All right, uh, um, all the kids are not here, so. All right, you can find me at Rated Arsons 87, but make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Even though Twitter, nobody does anything with it. But um, I, do, I do samples in, <laughs> in charge of Twitter. Come on, man. No, okay, sorry. sorry. Um. Sorry. Also, one quick plug. Uh. If you guys have not watched Talk and Shoppamania on the Fight app, make sure you watch that. It is fucking hilarious. Oh, what? Talk and Shoppamania. What? It's a parody of wrestling. If you want to be entertained for two hours, support mm -hmm. the Good Brothers, uh, Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, Rocky Romero. They're fucking hilarious. So if you want to laugh your ass off, make sure you uh, check out Talk and Shoppamania. If you haven't watched part one, check out part one. But both of them are just fucking hilarious. But yeah, um, if you missed anything on today's episode, make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, you want to be fancy, Apple Podcasts, tune in, like Lab, Lowestradio.com, Stitcher, Spotify, also iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast needs. And that is it. <sighs> Guys, I'm so happy that you got to meet Leo and you did the show with us. They, oh, they, were, they weren't ready. They weren't ready. <laughs> what, did you ex what did you expect the show was going to go? It's not like this.
I don't know. That was fun. I expected for it to be fun, and that was very fun. So you guys are going to come back, right? Oh, for sure. Well, Whenever you guys want us back, yeah. we're don't, here. Don't AEW it. Yeah, but I'm. <laughs> but Leo, I'm not giving a date. Ah, okay, okay. But I, I kind of have an idea when I want to bring back September the September 22nd, 2020. No? What are you doing? I don't and know. The, wait, you just said my birthday on air. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. I'm supposed to be the question mark. Sorry, I'm supposed sorry. to be the man of mystery. Sorry. I don't want. How do you delete that? Can you delete this? Can you edit this? No. No. <laughs> no. No. We, we, we go live. We couldn't even edit the Luchis last year when you fucking spoiled one of the gimmicks. You remember that? <laughs> So when we did the Luchis last year, this guy spoiled the number one tag team before we even went to the lot, the whole ten. No, he spoiled it. <laughs> it was like seven, and Leo's like, "This is no, no, one. no, we no, no, even, no." We didn't even start with yeah. ten yet. Yeah, I was like, "Don't you want the song for Penta?" And I, he was like, "No, shut up. That was supposed to be for the." Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh no. I'm sorry. Hi, <laughs> Leo. What? Well, like I said, thank you so much for doing the pod. You guys are awesome. Oh, no, thank, thank you, thank you for having us. Oh, yo, man. So where's Sam? Sam coming? No. Why? You, he's not. I he's miss Sam. I miss bro. Sam. He, should, I miss he him really misses him. I could he's tell. A, he should I feel better. I, really, Sam. I, I miss people that add to the show. All Go right. Ahead. For our rest friend, Teddy and Iridian. Yeah. For the old man, Leo. Yeah. I'm yours truly, Mr. Radar. Till next time, keep it Radar and stay too sweet.